Welcome to the Kill Stream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor in chief of the RalphRetour.com. By the way, how much release did you're just really fucking annoying? Uh, I took all the mods out the other day. Do you have something else to cry about? Like every time I fucking look at you, it's just another fucking whine. It's like, dude, are you fucking like? I took all the fucking mods out. If you want to cry about it, go fucking send me a DM. I'm really not in the fucking mood, dude, honestly. Uh, but welcome uh, back to the show. Let me go ahead and let Ramsey Paul in here. Where is it at? Okay, let's see. What's up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing. How about that? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, it's good to see you. It's been a while. It's Anything been... new in your life? Has anything <laughs> happened since I've seen you? Oh, well, one or two things, one or two things, you know, you know how it goes, but, uh, I've been doing pretty good overall. You see, I got the, the black eyes still a little bit, but they're, they're getting better enough to where tonight I just, I mean, everybody knows my eyes are blacked underneath the sunglasses anyway. So, uh, I just said, fuck it. Uh, let's just, yeah, why not? Uh, just own it. Everyone knows anyway. What's the right, right. What are you really hiding uh, at that point? So, um, yeah. I just decided to rock it like this and it is getting a little bit better. Uh, so yeah, I just been recovering. I uh, had a little stream over the weekend uh, and did that. So uh, back at home, man, I was out in Portugal for two weeks, uh, which was not the plan. Uh, but- yeah, yeah, I, I saw some of that. So that that is pretty interesting. So we we live now or not yet? No, we're live. No, we're live on the air. Yeah, yeah, we're on. Oh, okay. You came in right in time. Yeah, we're live on the air. Uh, before right. you drop that real shit. Say that, you know, when you're ever back in Arkansas, if you're in Northwest Arkansas, you got to come see us and we'll break right. some bread and hang out. That'd be a lot of fun. Dude, it's going to happen. Uh, you mentioned that last time. And, yeah, uh, I, I just hope you're not like, oh, I'm too good now to go back to Arkansas. No, you got to no. come back. You got to come no, back. No, I want to come back. Believe me. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to come back. Uh, now, uh, we have a lot to tell. Let me fix the uh the thing here so i have the double view fixed but for some reason let's see if i can uh make it show over here as well um okay now we have a several topics uh, odyssey and rumble have been been bickering at each other today we'll talk about that uh but that kind of comes up from the from the joe rogan thing which uh i guess we really haven't gotten to cover uh in a full-throated manner uh here on the show for various reasons for one i was out of town uh for two we had some other uh outside uh concerns i guess you could say and disputes uh really don't have anything to do with any type of um actual news content or, <laughs> or anything like that uh so that kind of took up some time as well uh but yeah i'm kind of back here tonight to to kind of reset and uh, cover some of the stuff i haven't covered uh and one of those things right at the top is is joe rogan which is, I guess, the story's been evolving over the weekend. Uh, he apologized, and I'm going to play the apology here in a minute, but before I do, I'll let you give your, your opening takes on this. Well, didn't he get involved with two things? One thing was the uh, whole he had the whole COVID bullshit where he had Dr. Malone on and all that, and Neil Young got upset and said, I'm going to quit Spotify, and uh he, that was ridiculous. And then he said like some naughty word uh, a couple times on his broadcast or something. Or yeah, it was a certain word. Um, no, personally, word I would never. I've ever, no, ever I would it, never. You know? I would never. Um, no, no, but no, but, no. Uh, but yeah, there there was a certain word. Um, let's see. Also, I'm, I'm messaging Homo Trollius. I went off at him at the beginning of the show. He thinks everything's a personal attack. 
on him, I just fucking turned off some of the mods because there was some uh, chicanery, I guess, going on uh, on Saturday, and I couldn't uh, I couldn't quite snuff out who it was, so I just took out like I don't know fifty mods. So uh, that that's how that went. It was nothing. It was not a personal attack against you, Hummel Trollius. I don't know why you would even think that, but anyway, I, I just want to put that out there. Now let me uh, let me see. Where's the okay. Here's the, I guess this is the uncut apology. Uh, okay, now let's play this. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of... 12 years of conversations on my podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks fucking horrible even to me now i know that to most people there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word never mind publicly on a podcast and i agree with that now i haven't said it in years but for a long time when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then. Or about oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Richard Pryor. Hold on, hold on. I haven't actually listened to this whole thing yet. So... Joe Rogan's comparing himself to Red Fox, Ramsey Pye. I, I, I never, I never thought of that comparison, but maybe I. Am I? Am I, am I, am I face I, I thinking that's absurd? I, I or I really don't understand how <laughs> they're trying to make this word into some mystical thing that if you say it is somehow magically is going to hurt people. It's, 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 it's a superstition, really. It's, it's really crazy because it's just a word, and no one's offended. Everyone, like black people say it all the time, no one's offended. It's really just a ploy to try to keep people in their place, right? It's like you have this priestly class that oh we're gonna have this word you can't say about us otherwise we're gonna put you down smack you down hard and it's ridiculous it's uh, obviously you can say any word and it depends on the context it's not necessarily something that's inherently bad uh like for example can i say the word fuck on here sure you may I'd prefer you. I just did. So, (laughs) fuck is just a word. I don't say it in church. I don't say it usually around mixed company, but it's just a word. And who cares? I mean, I understand why it came about because, you know, we have sexual mores and everything, but it's not like a horrible word. So, if you say, like, yeah, go fuck off, I'm like, well, isn't that mean have sexual intercourse? That's that's like a compliment. Who would really care that? If you you really think about it, these things are all really stupid. And the whole N word or I guess we should say, can we even say N or the 14th letter of the alphabet? It's so what? You know, it doesn't reflect all people. In fact, did you ever see that Chris Rock thing about the difference between a black person and the N word? And he, yes. he did a whole routine about that. And it's really true, um, especially I'm sure, you know, in the South, there's different categories and not only of blacks, but of whites, you know, the white trash and all that sort of stuff. So it's really crazy how they've tried to make a word as something that we can't say. And I say, fuck it. That's bullshit. I can 
can say whatever I, word I want, and I'll ab- abide by the rules, but you can't make me to police my thoughts like that. That's just uh, outrageous. And it's this is like a struggle session he's going through, which is really 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 sad to see and by the way it's hypocritical i don't know if you saw i retweeted today uh the young turks there was a whole segment of them saying that word oh really no i didn't see that i'm not surprised yeah send it to me maybe we should maybe we should screen it well you know um that word used to be problem is uh, well it's on youtube well maybe we should well i mean and they're saying the word here in uh, many times. These are the young Turks. And it, again, it was, uh, let me just send this to you. Well, it um, used to be like an edgy sign of status among uh, leftoid comedians and stuff to just drop the N word, right? Like this was very, this anonymous is very common. $3 Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that, Anonymous. Uh, TTS yeah, is on. this to you and your DMs here. So, sure. it, I mean, you can play it if you want, but I, I just think it's hypocritical because here's the young Turks saying this over and over because of various of context and uh i I don't know it's just ridiculous well you know i don't know how much you know about idubs and sam hod and all that and ethan klein and all those people but they used to drop the n-bomb quite frequently really um and like i said it was kind of sarah silverman uh for instance remember her act i don't know if you remember her old act uh and you know I remember watching it and thinking it was funny, actually, back in the day. And now, you know, struggle session style, like you mentioned, uh, you have to prostrate yourself and apologize. Um, I think, well, hold on, let's just finish the apology. And Bibble's here, by the way, as well. What's up, Bibble? Oh, not much, man. I heard it was the fucking Ides of March. I got my knife here. (laughs) Well, you might as well get your stab in, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Hey, look over there in the distance, or I'll send you back. Just keep on. Oh, not everybody's going to get that reference. Uh, but okay. Now, <laughs> all right, let me uh, let me play this. We're talking about the Joe Rogan thing. Of course, I think he probably had to be living under a rock. You talked about this yesterday on your show uh, some already, so you, you're well-versed in it. But I'm going to play the rest of his. Uh, it's sad to see, and I remember when he signed with Spotify, you could see that this was going to happen because – there was uproar among their, you know, staff. They have, like, you know, their staff is, like, cuckoo lefty central, basically, with all these weirdos there, and they consciously sought these people out. Uh, and you can see this was bubbling up from the start, right, uh, and that this was going to be an issue. Uh, so it's not really a surprise at all. Um, but anyway, uh, and I always thought he should have started his own thing, uh, right? But um, I, I guess what I was thinking the other day was, well, this could end up being a benefit to him, if he gets martyred by Spotify, right, and then he just starts up somewhere else. Um, but I don't think that's what he's going to do. It seems like he's being molded uh, instead, uh, and he's accepting his uh, punishment, basically. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that more after. Like if it would come up in conversation, and stay, instead of saying the N-word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was... Part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s, and how times have changed. Yes, yeah, so I think much of Rogan when I think of Red Fox. That's, uh... Richard Pryor <laughs> used it as one of the titles of one of his albums. Okay, now at least Pryor. Or I was quoting still, a Lenny Bruce not Rogan. Bit, or I was clo- quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or a, I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive, ironically, 
used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word and he said it out loud and they fired him not calling anybody or just saying the word out loud i was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire english language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways like if a white person says that word it's racist and toxic but a black you can tell he's still jealous. He wants to say the N-word, right? <laughs> this is not... <laughs> his apologies kind of veered off at this point. <laughs> like, he's still, look at his face. He, had to do. he just kept fucking saying it right in the middle. <laughs> look at his face light up like a Christmas tree while he's talking. I mean... Just thinking know. about it. Right? <laughs> like... <laughs> If you're black, you can say the word, right? Is what he's saying? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the only... if you're, what if you're like... Um, who, who's the quarterback from the Kansas City Chiefs? Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. I, I don't want to rub, rub salt in that. Oh, moment. God. Uh, but um, it, can he say it? Or because he's just half? How about if you're a quarter? Well, what is that? Or is it the one drop rule? If you have one drop, you can say it? What is it? I, I'm not really quite sure of the rule. I'm not sure if you're darker than a paper bag or something. I'm not sure. Maybe there's a. <laughs> I think I personally think Joe should have got a pass. You seen his hands? How they're all fucking. Like, he's got those liver spots on the back of the fucking. He's, yard. Think that he's black. He said, I, "I identify as black, so I can say it." And then just go. He should just go off and say it. That would Rachel Dozer. I agree. <laughs> or you all would have been best if you did this apology video in blackface. Oh, what about the? Can we? What about the stern blackface clip? And I remember seeing this before. Uh, it's him and Sherman Helmsley, and they're he's portraying Ted Danson, and Sherman Helmsley's portraying Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, and this is the. For those who don't recall, Ted Danson did a blackface skit when I was a kid, and it was like a huge tabloid scandal, and it was everywhere. Uh, and they were mocking that, and Stern just goes off and like gratuitously uses the n-word i guess you could say uh throughout the skit the skit's hilarious though i loved it uh but i saw a lot of people on twitter and they're like oh we gotta cancel stern and blah, blah, blah. stern sucks now i agree but i was like that was one of the funniest things he did that whole year if not <laughs> if not like for five years straight like that shit was hilarious that was the stern i loved uh but anyway i, I don't remember if i played that one the other i know i played it in real life i don't think i played that on the show but be a term right. of endearment. let me just play this guy through we'll never finish him Positive affirmation. Right. That's what I think, too. My positive affirmations while I'm reciting my rap song. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you fucked up. And I clearly have fucked up. Oh, man. And that's my intention to express myself in this video, to say there's nothing I can do to take that back. I wish I could. Oh, Obviously, no. that's not possible. I oh. do hope that, if anything, that this can be a teachable moment. No. I never no. thought it would ever be taken Come out of context on. and put in a video like that. And now that it not is. Not a teachable moment. Holy shit, it looks bad. And it. It's part of also me doing this podcast for thousands of hours, thousands of episodes, over 12 years. I said a lot of fucking stupid shit, which is fine when you're talking about most things, but not when you're talking about race. And there's another clip that I have to address. Oh, not a, not a clip the, from 11 uh, years ago. 
I was telling a story in the podcast. Oh, no, now listen to this. I read me, this, and I haven't heard. I love this one. Dude, so this is such obvious bullshit. Like, this, I read yeah. this, and I still haven't seen the video part of it yet, but I read it, like, 15 times, Bill. I couldn't, I couldn't believe. It was astonishingly bad just by reading, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I can't believe this is what he's trying to pass off. It's his excuse for telling a Planet of the Apes story uh, about being in Philadelphia, basically the hood of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't mean it like we think he mean it. Of course, he's not racist, and he di- he would never mean it the most obvious way. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high. We were in Philadelphia, <laughs> and we went to go see you Planet do. of the Apes. And we didn't know where we were going. We just got dropped off by a cab, and we got dropped off in this all-black neighborhood. And I was trying to make the story entertaining, and I said, we got out, and it was like we were in Africa. It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes, but it sure fucking sounded like that. And I immediately afterwards Why would it sound like that? I can't. That seems insane that it would sound like that. Um, by the way, I see a super chat. K Max McDonald. We are on killstream.live slash entropy, but there's been some issues uh, with the restream getting it to work correctly over there. So you can still um, do super chats over there, though. It's just that the stream part is not running. So um, you can still use that, though. Dollar sign Sunset Squad, Cash App. Uh, or, yeah, Cash App on there. Dollar sign Sunset Squad, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, also, super chats here on Odyssey. Powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort TTS. Uh, also on as well. K Max says to prove how the machine works, the Rock. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned this, too. But the Rock was defending Joe Rogan, but quickly, sh- uh, quickly shamed by a tattletale on Twitter. The Rock then took back his defense of Rogan and cowered. Proves they all caved. The Rock mocked Chinese people on SmackDown before. Well, yeah, the old Rock was based. I mean, he would just say whatever, you know, like the car- when he was on the mic on WWE, WWF. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the Rock's worth about five or six or eight hundred million dollars or whatever now. Uh, and it's a huge brand. And he's like the biggest, you know, one of the most biggest uh, marketable Hollywood stars. Um, so there's a lot that goes into that, uh, and he's definitely not going to lose any any sleep on throwing Joe Rogan under the bus. Uh, but you know what? Rogan's basically saying the same shit that The Rock was saying. This is a teachable moment. This is a... Uh. Um, the thing is, I know that they're going to let The Rock get away with it. I'm not sure uh, about if they're going to let Rogan get away with it or not. Uh, but somebody mentioned how PewDiePie kind of had a moment where he was, like, bucking the system and da-da-da-da, and they kind of turned the screws on the guy, and now, you know, he's back in line. Uh, and somebody, you know, I was reading somebody's analysis, and they kind of thought that's how Rogan was going to He's already removing episodes. He's talking about teachable moments and stuff like that, uh, that maybe he's just going to be kind of brought back into line. Yeah, yeah in what's interesting way. is you always think these people would have, you've heard that expression, fuck you, money. Like, if you have that much yeah. money, you could tell people to fuck off. You just do what you want. But no one ever seems to do that. What's your theory about that, Ethan? Well, that's the thing. Know? You always think that, and you talk, like you say, fuck you, money. I wish I was rich like that. I would just tell everybody what you uh, But the reality is, once you get rich like that, you have a lot of different, uh, you know, interests involved and uh, ties here and ties there. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 more of a complicated situation. Uh, and especially, you know, The Rock, this was just like, oh, my bro Joe Rogan's getting roasted. Let me 
go out and say something. And then the Jews came out and everybody else came out, the black rights troops, and they're like, oh, no, sorry, you know, you can't say that. You can't stick up for him, Rock. Oh, well, you know. Well, did you see fault. that happen with uh, Andrew Yang? You remember? Uh, he came out and said, no, uh, um, Rogan's not racist. He's a good guy. And he had to retract that. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, the, it's it's becoming like Rogan's like a hate leader now, so, you know, almost like. Um, but I don't know if they're going to take it all the way with him. I I, I wonder um, if they're well, going to push this, it. This shirt never works. It never does because the leftist sees this as a. Well, you saw where this came from. I don't know if you saw this thread on Twitter, um, but basically this originated from a DNC um, firm. Uh, it was put out by Patriot right. Takes, and this was a this was a political attack on Joe Rogan. Actually, this was like, uh, and you notice how it's come out in waves, and uh, it was yeah, like I boom, boom. This was the not the Biden administration right. was behind this. I, I really wouldn't. Neither. Did you remember they were trying to pre- uh, press Spotify to remove him, and uh, they could have done some threats saying, "Hey, you better play ball, otherwise we'll do various other things." So sure. I think and one of the reasons my theory, and I, I don't know, I'm not super rich, I'm not even rich, but I'm not definitely not super rich. But my theory is that they also kind of worry about the government can really fuck with you. You know, they really can. Even if you're rich, they can start doing all sorts of audits and this and that. And I, I think it scares these guys because they have so many interests. And no matter what you do to may try to be legal, there's probably something that's off because there's so many laws and regulations that are usually they let slide. But if they want to put a target on you, you're in trouble. So I think someone like Joe Rogan is he wants to hold on to it all and he just thinks he needs to do this. Hopefully the government will get off his back. I think that's part of the reason why the fuck you money really doesn't ever it never really happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they can cancel your bank account still. They can they can make it to where you can't have your money make money. Uh, and essentially that fuck you money does not go very far. And then, you know, they start doing even more underhanded tactics where they'll start hiring people to file lawsuits against you, yeah. trying to try to drain the car. I mean, he doesn't want to get into a war with these people. He knows what they're going to do to him if he doesn't at least try to appear like he's towing the line right and if, if you try to act like you can stand up to the government they're going to bitch slap you down hard they, they will because they have unlimited resources they can just drag you into court forever and drain your finances and hey they, they're they're burning Plus, taxpayer money he's a controversial guy too right like so he's got an endless fountain just like i would of outrageous things said you know what i mean just outrageous right. and most normal people if they hear that stuff out of context to be quite honest about what the fuck like uh, you well, know but is it wait isn't this america well i thought so too but people are easily I, I, i'm older than you guys but my god i remember when the left mm-hmm. used to be oh if this offends you just turn the channel don't <laughs> yeah. be so bigots well, that used to be a bedrock, uh, you know, principle on the left, basically, is, you know, we can say all these leftoid comedians. That's what I grew up watching. I was a young leftist. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, based uh George Carlin, all these people, you right, know, yeah. you know, we, free speech, Lenny Bruce, like all the shit he's talking about, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but now that's like uh, that's been left by the wayside in the pursuit of just naked political goals a long time ago by the left. So. But, yeah, and it's because I remember. You remember those? Uh, was it Tipper Gore? She tried to put these warnings on labels, rat or yeah, yeah, 
explicit lyrics everyone got all upset but that's mild compared to what they're doing now now they're actually trying to prohibit you from speaking from publishing videos from taking down your articles basically burning books they're doing now and the left were just so outraged back then of someone suggested oh maybe we should put a warning label on this music and I, i don't think they should have been forced to do that either but it's just so far how we've gone and this groveling that we're in now we should be americans this is our spirit it's like you have these entertainers like alex jones joe rogan ethan ralph even yourself you know you should be able to say stuff and it's it's in a spirit of entertainment and if you don't like it i get it some people don't like it but then sure. just watch something else it's simple i agree 100 percent uh and I, well go ahead Bill. I've got to uh, check out. I got work tomorrow. I just wanted to check in so that people stop DMing me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I said this Sunday, if you want me to hate Ralph, if you want me to join the other team, all you have to do is donate. Every Sunday, I'm going to have a poll. <laughs> and I'll take donations for Ralph Openly. and against Ralph. And, you know, whoever wins that week, I guess that's whose team I'm on. So that's good. That make makes sure you sense. tune in to Bibble Babble, Bibble.live, 2 p.m. Eastern every Sunday. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate you coming on. Actually, hey, you know what's funny is somebody me. asked me had I talked to Bibble. And I was like, no. Um because, you know, I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to put anybody on the spot or anything like that. And I said, but you know what? Uh, I was talking to Dingo, actually. And I said, but you know what? Frequently, after my most controversial moment or, like, whatever the episode before, Bibble will show up the very next episode just to, like, get it out of the way. Like, I was like, so we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, man, I appreciate you stopping by, uh, even in my state. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't got anything. I mean, I know they're they're trying to ruin your life. You're trying to ruin their whatever. I don't got anything against anybody. So I didn't come on yeah, when you were uh, shitting on them when, yeah. when the bullets were flying. Exactly. And caught in the crossfire. Yeah, and but, that's uh, completely understandable. You know, we're all adults. You wipe your own asses. That's correct, sir. Uh, and that's why we always on that level. So thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Bibble Bible Sundays. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Right. Now, that that was a weird thing, Ethan, because I got a few DMs, you know, not to go on your show, and it, it was, it it seems so strange because I, I I don't know your personal life; it's none of my business, and I, I don't understand how this always escalates. It just seems kind of it's like high school or something. And and if you want to know the truth, it's kind of the same gay shit we're talking about uh, with Rogan here, uh, where yeah, it's like, I mean, I mean, oh, don't go on somebody's show or do this or that. Well, you know what? That's lame. But anyway, you yeah. can put your own thoughts out there. That's my view on that. But. Yeah, that's kind of the way I am. Because everyone has done things they, they're not proud of or whatever. And whatever, you know, I, I don't really care. We should have more open dialogue. And um, you've always been nice to me. You never screw me over. So what the hell? I'm going to do your show. So I, I don't, you know, I just hate this this kind of mentality people get into that you have to be for someone or against someone or choose sides. It's just seems kind of silly to me. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And I definitely um, was thinking about, I've kind of picked you because we've had a lot of good talks basically. And it's like, I I know that uh, we have a good rapport uh, and I wouldn't think any, and I'm glad you feel that way. I didn't realize people had messaged you, but that doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Um, But uh, I'm I'm glad you're here uh, and uh, everything's going well, I believe. Uh, Now here's a super check. Hey, Max McDonald, a legendary guy uh, says the classic coward. 
The classic coward is Scott Adams of Dilbert Cartoons. Rams noticed that with COVID, Scott Adams gets scared to death and keeps lashing out. I've noticed this too. Oh, he blocked me. I think that was like a month back. ago, right? Like, yeah, I remember you showing it. Yeah, because he did a, some stupid poll like, oh, why do you guys all want me dead of COVID or whatever the shot? I'm like, dude, no one wants you dead. You're worth millions of dollars. Just enjoy life. What, what are you doing on here? That's the thing I don't understand. Either. After, yeah, he's worth like $75 million, and he's like really miserable and getting in fights with people on Twitter. I would think he'd just be traveling the world having a great time, but I, I don't understand these people. Yeah, I don't really get it either. Um, but COVID's kind of, I don't know, it's just one of those things where he's went so deep on it. Um, and he's just hes just kind of warped by COVID uh, and the vaccine in particular. Uh, he's kind of broken by, you know what I mean? Like I just see him day in and day out and it's clear. Nobody's I, feel, I really feel bad for him. I kind of do too, yeah. Because he just seems like a really sad guy and, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I just feel bad because he's alone there in his mansion and his new young wife is in like in all these different exotic locations. You saw that? Oh boy. And it's I like, saw that yeah, too. I just, you know, I, I could tell he, I, I think he, he's really, there's other issues in this COVID that are playing in him. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I saw that too. I shouldn't, you know what? I've had a, rough enough week or so i won't go further but i i saw some of what you referenced there i let's let's finish the rogan that's a racist thing to say the planet of the apes wasn't even in africa i was just saying there's a lot of black people there but then i went on to talk about what a positive experience it was and how much fun it was to go to see this movie in a black neighborhood it wasn't a racist story but it sounded terrible and like i said you can have clunky stories about anything, but not about race. And so I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. It looks terrible, but it looks terrible even in context. It's a fucking idiotic thing to say. And I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist. And I certainly, certainly not would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism. My hope what is, is he that saying? What is he saying? What entertainers do. They offend people all the time. It's hilarious. How many racist jokes have you heard that were fucking hilarious? Against because, all races, yeah. by the way. Like, what the fuck? I, 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 that's how it is. I mean, it is part of it being able to laugh at yourself. I mean, I mean, how many like a uh, Southern or, you know, jokes you've heard and stuff, you know, hillbilly or whatever. So a bazillion. Uh, all right. At, look, I can't go back in time and change what I've said. I wish I could. Obviously that's not possible, but I do hope that this can be a teachable moment for anybody that doesn't realize how offensive that word can be coming out of a white person's mouth in context or out of context. My sincere and humble apologies. I wish there was more that I could say, but 
all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, it makes I me can sick tell. Watching that video. Oh, it makes him sick. He can. Yeah, that, that wasn't just from the bottom of his heart. No. They have a template they do because they're always saying about what they did that's so horrible, but nothing they can say can make it up. Uh, there's no excuse. It makes him uh, sick to see he, himself he, he the way he's a serial be. killer or something. It's just, it's just ridiculous. And uh, you know, I, I wish someone could say, "Hey, I'm an American." I can say any fucking word I want to. Uh, this is uh, this is what America's about. No, I'm not going to offend people. I don't think it's a good idea to do racial slurs. I don't. You know, it's not something you want to do. But at the same time, to say there's a certain word that only certain races can say. That's like I was saying. And these are the same people that say there are there's no such thing as race. There's just the human race. Then they're saying, oh, but white people can't say this word. Fuck you. I can say whatever word I want. That should be our attitude. I wish someone had the balls to get on there and say, you're not going to censor me. If you don't like what I have to say, then fuck off. I'm going to speak my mind. I don't hate anyone. I like all people. I make fun of different people. But if Richard Pryor could say a certain word, then I could say it. By the way, do we ever say to blacks, like, oh, you can't fucking say cracker or whatever. Uh, that's our word. Or you, it's, No, we don't. And it's this idea that people have these words that they can only use. It ironically itself is a racist idea. It but is. Aesthetic struggle sessions they go through is just is uh, man. I just I just don't understand that because I, I was just I just finished reading a book by the way. I don't know if you heard of this guy Andrew Jackson. Uh, that guy was kick ass. He would have never done any of this bullshit. We need we need a new Andrew Jackson. Actually, is what we need. Uh, all right, you know what? I think Rogan grovels a little bit more than. Hopefully, at least some of you will accept this oh. and understand yeah. where I'm coming from. My apologies and much love. My sincere, deep much apologies love and much love. All love, all love. Yeah, now, now, like, who's really offended? No one's offended. This is no. all a pretend. We're playing pretend that someone's offended. No one gives a shit, right? Uh, it's this imaginary offense that they put on that to try to show domination, saying, hey, we can veto what you can say. There's no real offense. And it's just groveling. It's embarrassing. And they're not going to accept it anyway. It, it's, it's, and well, what's the teachable moment? The teachable moment is we as white people have certain words we can't say. The blacks can say every word. What the hell is that? I thought you were saying, you know, there's no such thing as race. What are they trying to get across here exactly? That's the teachable moment. We need to show how we don't live in a race-blind society, that there is race. And there's these various groups that are tribal, and they're trying to get one up on on another it's just outrageous it shouldn't be that way but these groups are promoting it just think how much better it'd be for race re, uh, relations if people said it's okay he's a, he's not a racist he doesn't say this in a in a mean way and let's just get over this bullshit blacks can say the word you can say the word yeah it depends on how you're using it that would have done so much more for race relations but instead they're trying to say oh you need a you need an educational moment meaning hey you whitey you need to learn something you need to learn your place these are certain words you can't say it's it's trying to put us in a subservient position we should reject that. Any race should reject that. It's outrageous, and it's, it's really depressing that he would grovel like that. 
And it's not going to work anyway because people are still going to say he's racist. Well, I think, um, you know, it's it's maybe an open question on whether he can hang on, but I still think there's probably another wave of attacks coming on this guy. Uh, that's kind of what it feels like to me. That yeah, later, because he, yeah. they're scared of him because he gets so much better ratings than, like, CNN and all the mainstream outlets, and he's allowed alternate point of views out there with a big viewership. They don't want it. They want to gatekeep, and they don't like that they can't control him. So I think this was part of a threat. I, they didn't like what he brought in those guests to talk about COVID-19 that re, it didn't follow the official narrative. They gave him a warning. I don't think he took the warning serious. And I think this was released by the Democrats, probably high up in the Biden administration, to give him a warning shot. They probably said, this is just a start. More is going to come unless you learn your place and we're going to bitch slap you down. And then he got down like a bitch and took it. But uh, it's really depressing to see this in America. Well, yeah, and they could definitely get a message to Rogan like that easily, too. With his ties. Um, American Ascent says, buy crypto and store it in your own wallet. The government can't touch that. Uh, not yet. Um, but Rojas says, what does Rams think about the GoFundMe scandal with the Canadian trucker protest? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, sir, uh, because we're going to mention that. In just a second, I got a video. So, of course, this broke out while I was, like, you know, in the hospital laid up. But I have been following it. Uh, this is the, I guess they declared a state of emergency uh, there today. And also, I, I saw uh, an account on Twitter. I didn't pull up the story because... Um, I had a busy day today. I'll talk about that later. It's kind of crazy. Um, shockingly enough, a crazy day in my life. I know that no one will believe that. Um, but um, I saw that they apparently have banned, they issued an injunction against honking. Yes, uh, honking, honking. Did you see that one? Uh, it's so funny. I should have showed you this tweet, this leftist. She said that, you know, people, the honk, honk meme, that's a secret code word for the Nazis, Heil Hitler, get it, HH, Hong Kong. And she saw all this, like, other oh, truckers are secret Nazis for honking. And she was serious. These people are fucking insane. They're bad shit crazy. Chat saying honkies. Yeah, yeah honkies. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's see what the BBC has to say. In Canada, thousands of people have been protesting in the capital over COVID rules. Truck drivers are at the centre of this. They've been blocking roads in Ottawa, and the authorities say it's got out of hand. There's now a state of emergency. We're outnumbered, and we need to ensure that the, the order is brought back to our city, particularly the, as the first priority in the residential areas where these people have been uh, subjected to this kind of boorish behaviour. And this is the kind of behaviour the mayor's referring to. Uh, there were uh, reports of assaults, threats, uh, mischief. Uh, there were hate-motivated incidents taking place. We have uh, businesses that have been uh, forced to shutter. Uh, we have residents that fear leaving their residence because oh, of no. the intimidation. But for the truck drivers, this is about a point of principle. People should be able to make their own choice to take the needle or not take the needle and not lose the, the job, not lose their house, not lose their income, uh, just for the vaccination. While the protests continue, they're not new. This actually started last month when Justin Trudeau's government brought in a vaccine mandate for truckers arriving from the US. All Canadian truckers must be vaccinated to avoid a 14-day quarantine. And in protest, a loose coalition of truckers and conservative groups was formed. And what's been called the Freedom Convoy began making its way from Western Canada. It's almost been a fair report from the BBC here so far. Quickly, 
It was attracting support from much uh -oh. further afield. Here, here we go. For example, many U.S. conservative mm. politicians have expressed their support. What about support. the Nazi flag? Now, I saw you tweeting about this, uh, and, you know, it was like last week or whatever. This has been going on for a minute. Um, <laughs> there was a guy with a, with a Nazi flag. Uh, yeah. Here, that's you know, so freshly ridiculous. pressed Nazi flag. Um, yeah, it was obviously an agent provocateur. And, hey, all, all that has to happen is, this, is the government just complies and gets rid of these mandates, everyone can go back to normal. So it's, it's the government that's holding things up, right? That's always what they've told us. So well, you know, complies, we can go back to normal. So I went to Portugal. You don't have to have the vaccine to go to Portugal. You just have to have a negative test. I say right. just. It's still annoying as fuck to have to do this. Uh, but you just have to have a negative test, and you have to have one to fly back, too. So um, the flight... Uh, the first flight I didn't get on because uh, I missed the flight, and so I had to wait an extra day. I went back the next day, got my test. When you get on the flight, there's this big fucking stack of papers that you have to fill out. I was frustrated at this point because I was almost late for my second flight, too. I really wanted to get back. This fucking Portuguese, he ended up being nice after I talked to him, but police officer there, and he's like, you got to fill this out. You got to do this and that. And I filled out the first one wrong, so he's like, okay, we're going to go over it together, right? and we're going to go through. And I went through, and I was like, here's my negative test. Da -da -da. Put the X there. Then... There's another part where it talks about vaccine vaccine status and this and that. And I'm like getting frustrated. I'm like, dude, I don't have the vaccine. He's like, you got the vaccine? I'm like, at first I was going to lie and say I did, honestly, because I just didn't want to go through the hassle. But I was like, I don't have to have the vaccine to fly back to my own, my own fucking country. Like, that's like a human right. Like, what the fuck? Uh, so it's like, no, I don't have it. Uh, and then he's like, are you a United States citizen? And I said, yeah. I mean. I figured that was obvious. Uh, but uh, at that point, he just said, don't worry about it then. Uh, so you don't actually have to have the vaccine to fly back either. But I was kind of getting worried for a second that you would. Because um, I was like, what the fuck? They can't do this, can they? Um, the answer is no, they can't. Uh, but I was a little like, like, I knew in my head that they couldn't. But even myself, I was like, no, there's no way they can, can they? Uh, but... Um, yeah, that was my travel experience, I guess, uh, with the vaccine. Uh, I know a lot of people are just shocked. They're like, how did you get over there? How did you do this or that? You can get into Portugal, like I said. You just take the COVID test, and once you're over there, it's basically the same. I was going to go to Madrid at first. Uh, I got sidetracked a little bit. Um, but you just have to have a negative test to fly into there, too, basically. So uh, don't let it stop you if you, if you want to travel. Uh, all right, now let me finish this here a little bit more for the truckers Republicans what about before I do though Justin Trudeau actually fled the capital over this dude like is that yeah, not a that, very that, weak how cowardly is that and I, I did a video tonight about Andrew Jackson and how leaders used to be different it, it, like if this had happened let's say in the 19th century they didn't have trucks but let's say a bunch of farmers showed up to Washington on their horses and wagons do you think Andrew Jackson would have fled Washington and hid hell no he would have walked right out in, among them and said well what's your issue here let's talk about it that's what Trudeau should have done right he's supposed to be the leader why didn't he go out there with the truckers and say hey one way or the other he doesn't have to agree with them he goes hey i'm here to hear you i understand you're frustrated but we need to get through this together and i'm here to listen to you and instead of having all these trucks together out here blocking everything why don't you just send some representatives we'll talk we'll make it public yeah. 
Uh, see, that's what a leader would do. You don't flee in the middle of the night. He fled in the middle of the night. There was reports he even left Canada. He was so scared. I mean, he's such a big pussy. I don't know how you can be that cowardly and still remain in office. That is an embarrassment. Years ago, you'd have to resign. Uh, if you're in Japan, you'd have to commit suicide. That's what I'm saying. You can't flee the capital unless it's about to fall. Like, uh, you know what I mean? It's like Stalin getting on the train, right? About to get on the train and go to leave Moscow, right? Like, it's like that's a big decision. You can't. Well, what? even even the guy we can't talk about, he didn't well, flee. The no, we stayed to the end. Right. I mean, so the, the idea of that you just flee, and these are just like Canadians. They're not exactly the most violent people. They're just talking their horns. And this guy's too big of a pussy. Right. Well, that's uh, the thing. It wasn't violent, really, like or anything like that. Like, no, I know, but he's too scared. Why are all these leaders so scared anymore? Why can't they just come out and just talk? I mean, don't go on a script. Don't have your focus groups and understand what you're supposed to say. Just go out and fucking talk to people. Why can't pe- leaders talk to people? They don't do that anymore. They're just like so frightened. Uh, it's 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 really sad. Men Like God says, does Paul have any take on the forgotten weapons controversy? Famed gun tuber Ian McCollum was crowdfunding a book on the Azov Battalion written by a Swedish mercenary who volunteered to fight in 2014. His woke audience got the book canceled in less than a day because my Nazis and shit. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't know anything about that, really. So. I don't either, but it sounded really interesting, though, so I'm going to try to look up something about it later. But no, I don't actually know anything about it. Basically... Uh, okay, GunTuber was funding. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look to see about that. I don't know about that, though. Sounds like something that might come up tomorrow on the Tequila Sunrise, uh, which we're starting back. Finally, I didn't get to do it today. Instead of travel with Pantsu for some stuff in Virginia Beach, which I'll talk about outrageous uh, thing that happened today. But uh, I'm saving that for a segment. I'll probably write about it, too. Uh, in case you hadn't noticed, I've been putting out more articles uh, on the theralphretort.com. I have an article about the stream this weekend. I'm not really going to go into it much on air because I kind of just want to get back to doing normal shows. And yeah, if I, I was going to ask you that. Are you yeah. happy to just get back to normal? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I, don't, if I go into it too much, it'll just veer off course, right, and it'll go back to right. craziness. Uh, so I'm not really going to uh, uh, indulge that uh, side of it. I am going to write a little bit about it. About it. But, yeah, I just kind of want to get back to doing regular kill streams and uh, tequila sunrises. And uh, stuff I was going like to ask you, do you, do you, do you have these in West Memphis, Brahms? Brahms? I can't recall those, actually. Wow, they have the best milkshakes. We have them here in northwest Arkansas, oh. so if you come here, you got to have one. Now really I good. want a milkshake. All right. It's not helping the weight loss. All right, let me play this. <laughs> Ted Cruz tweeted, the government doesn't have the right to force The Troblerone did not help the weight loss either that I got in the duty-free shop that is, like, big as my fucking arm. Uh, They're arbitrary mandates. But this is also no longer just about the trucker vaccine mandate but about COVID restrictions in general. No, They're sure. not just asking for an end to that uh, mandate for truckers. They're calling for an end to all vaccine mandates, top to bottom, at every level of government, which is something that the Trudeau uh, administration uh, nationally can't even do. All right, I'll let me... Why? Why can't they do that? They easily... This guy looks like Bugman Central, by the way. Uh, also, this cigar... Let's see, Padron... Anniversary series. I want to shout that out. Very good cigar. I uh, had a couple of good cigars uh, there in Portugal as well, where you can just smoke Cuban cigars anytime you want, which is pretty cool, I have to say. The, the Cuban embargo is one of the dumbest things that exists in our politics, uh, and I actually hate it. Uh, so, all right. 
anonymous. Since oh, I saw yours early. Did he redo that, or did that was that another one? Okay, let me see. Uh, this one. Anon boy sent three dollars over under when Joe gets canceled, or does his Jewish wife give him an out? <laughs> Wait, I didn't know. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't familiar that uh, that he had a Jewish wife. Does that maybe that will? Maybe he can. Maybe she can take can take him to uh, the Holocaust Center, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, or what was that? Where was that place she went? You know what I mean? Maybe we can do a tour. They can give him a stack of books to read, like Nick Cannon. He's probably gonna have to do two or three of the options, not just one. Oh, did you see that? I don't know if you're in Portugal or when you got back, but Whoopi Goldberg got in trouble. Oh yeah, oh. Uh, some of the funniest shit. I was dying. My face was still like hurting a little bit at that point, but I was just dying laughing because people were taking like. <laughs> I even did one. Uh, people were taking a picture and then putting up like um, skeptical comments about a certain event uh, over in in Europe or whatever, uh, and putting Whoopi Goldberg's picture. And there was one with her and Mel. <laughs> and she goes, "What about the orchestras or whatever, Mel?" And I just lost my shit uh, because it's, I don't know. It was one of the funniest trends I've seen on Twitter in a while. She even went on Colbert. Man, you know what? We didn't talk about that either. Whoopi Goldberg raked over the coals. What did you think about? It? I mean, you brought it up now. I, I mean, I thought it was hilarious, well, honestly, because she's thing been is funny, yeah, first right? All, like, start, yeah. First of all, we got to start with her last name. Well, right? uh, that's fake. Her, her mother gave her that name to say this will help you in Hollywood. I wonder why. Well, you know, a lot of people think that she's like really Jewish or some shit. No, so, no, some people were on Twitter was like, "Well, she's a Jew." It's like, no, she's she not. Would help her in Hollywood? They thought. I guess it did. It did. She didn't say anything really that offensive, and everyone no. went like, "Oh well, I think she looked." They did the oh, well. This would be a teachable moment. Yeah. I always like they use a teachable moment bullshit. I would like to give these people teachable moments, by the way. But their teachable moment was like, "Well, what? What did she say that was anti-Semitic?" I still don't understand that. If someone can explain it to me, because all she said, because you remember the ADL, they had a big to do. Oh, we we got a new drop on the definition of racism. Racism is something that. Um, only happens to non-whites. So if you're white, even if, say, a black should kill you because you're white, it doesn't matter. It's not racist because you as a white person can't experience racism. So Whoopi in her mind was like, well, okay, this event that happened, it was basically white people doing things to other white people because, like, like, Jewish people are white, right? So it wasn't really a racist thing. And it's like, oh, no, no, this is wrong. And, and so they, they're having to redo the definition of racism now. But no, they actually changed it on the ADL site. And it was a good thing. She was just saying, is this a white and white crime type of thing? And she was, she was being really naive, and it, it was interesting. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they actually went and changed it on the ADL side. They're like, well, this was giving them a little too much leeway. We got we to gotta fine-tune this thing here. Well, what, do you know what she said that was anti-Semitic? I really don't even know what she said that was anti-Semitic. She said that um, the Holocaust what, what was it? the Holocaust wasn't about race, right? I think. Right, right. Um, and, and because based on the, you know, the new ADL definition, because she sees see a lot of black people see, and a lot of Jews see themselves as white, and a lot of black blacks in general see Jews just as whites. A lot of them do. So they do. It, it does kind of make sense. And um, so how could it be racist? And see, I, but that's not really for her saying that's not really anti-Semitic, is it? No, I don't think so. By the way, I'm trying to find the original. 
as so often happens on YouTube, now it's like smothered by news videos about what happened. Yeah, and yeah. Her apology for what she said. And it's like, okay, can I just see, please, the original video? Like, why is that so fucking hard to find? Uh, let's see. It's so annoying, too. This always happens. I wish I could. I didn't really know about talking about it. Let's see. Oh, is this it? Yeah, this is it. Okay. She starts talking about to kill the fucking bird. Is that the one? I think this might be it, right? Oh, boy. I still haven't. So I just, a lot of times I'll read um, transcripts and stuff before I'll even watch the video. Uh, yeah. And I'll usually watch well, it on her, air. Her weight loss isn't really going well. <laughs> Yeah, I think she went in the opposite direction like I did on my recent weight loss, although I'm starting that back again, so we'll have updates on that as well. But so Two schools are being accused of banning books after one in Washington State pulled To Kill a Mockingbird off the required reading list after complaints from students and parents, including a former black student who said it made her uncomfortable, and a Tennessee school... Well, that's what you guys wanted, right? The graphic right, novel don't they say the out of their Yeah, they book. do. Cope. I mean, yeah, a lot of times they say... Book. You gotta ban that book then. Since on the Holocaust, because it contained. Well, see, these are like uh, liberal, cherished works. You know what I mean? That are getting thrown right. under the bus. Uh, yeah, I think it's hilarious banning <laughs> "To Kill the Mockingbird." I know. Yeah, they always accused the right of years ago of banning that book, and yeah. now they're they're doing it. Right. That's why this is like. Community and some bad language. Personally, I'm shocked because you know, given the story of Mouse, I'm I'm surprised that that's what that's what made you uncomfortable. The fact that there was some nudity and uh, I mean, it's it's about the Holocaust, the killing of six million people. But that uh, no, didn't no wait, no wait a minute. But the the naked. I, I'm not sure thing. that they don't use the naked part as a kind of a uh, canard yes. to throw you off from, from the agree. fact that they don't Maybe. like history that makes white Maybe. people look bad. She said the six minute really fast, didn't she, too? Almost like it was... Is it? Am I reading into it now that she was like... I mean, you could say maybe she was almost mocking it a little bit. I, I don't know. Like, she said it really quick. Like, it was just standard. She had to get that out there really fast. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just well, why, this is why people doing it to white no, people. I'm not inclined to be charitable to an anti-Semite anymore. This is white people doing it to white people. Okay. Right, right, yeah. So, and this yeah. is, you know, y'all go fight amongst yourselves, but. Oh. You know. Well, and look at what kids watch these days. You all go to, fight to say amongst that yourselves, when... but. Uh, so, it's basically what she was doing is like, shit, I don't give a damn about you, what you <laughs> white people do, said. you know? That's literally what it was. Shit, I don't care if these white people <laughs> fight. Like. <laughs> and then she's drinking a cup of coffee right after that. It's like, shit, you white shit. people goofy. <laughs> you white people crazy. Like, that's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so... I don't think it's any more than that, right? Like, that's the main part. They don't even bat an eyelash at it, by the way. Let's see. I don't want to hear this. Don't. Who is this? Okay. And I assume that other lady's Jewish, right? That that one that... Joy Behar is about... Yeah, she's Jewish. Uh, the one... The old... Yeah, just a wild guess. Just a wild Yeah, guess. just a wild... Yeah. Take a flyer on that one. Let's see. I think that's it, though. A drawing I think that's really all she mom. said. Yeah, it's kind of innocuous, really. That wasn't... Right. That wasn't really. I, I didn't really see a it lot of smoke. Funny, there. The context because I didn't even realize it. So they're talking about a book about the Holocaust that was banned from the curriculum because it showed nudity or something like that. And she said, "Oh, well, you think that'd be the least of their concerns?" And then she said, "Oh, it's about the six million about whites and uh, white people doing bad things to white people." And it's like, "Shit, none of my business." <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I don't know. It was kind of. Uh, 
I, you know, I, I hate to defend Whoopi Goldberg, honestly, because they thrown a ton of people under the bus, but it's like that was really kind of weak sauce there uh, to act like that was some uh, hateful statement. Um, it, it, you know what? I think it's it's just, like you said, they were looking for somebody that they could hold up and say, well, we police Whoopi Goldberg even, uh, and da-da-da-da. And also, it's kind of a thing where, you know, groups like the ADL, their red, red flags go up immediately on any type of... Well, this is so central to their identity. Right. No, yeah. It really is. It's a, it's a religious thing now. And to say that this was just a white-on-white type of thing it kind of minimizes their whole well no 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 this defines us as a people it's sort of it's it's up there with like the passover and everything else is is central to their identity and they can't have any deviation from that whatsoever and that's why it's you know you you can't question it you can't research it it's you know six million gas chambers is and uh so her just saying it's a white on white thing no no we can't do that right because then the whole thing falls apart. Then it was just a little too um, cash. You know what I mean? A little too cash. She didn't take the Holocaust serious enough, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, just white people being white people. They fighting each other. Uh, Where, like, they can't have that these days. Like, it's well, I guess the equivalent, though, from, to, to be fair, would be like if someone told Whoopi, well, yeah, they're uh, black <laughs> slaves. Yeah. You got to understand, we got them from other blacks in Africa. <laughs> they had slaves. So it's, you know, it's just people, you know, and slavery existed throughout human history. Romans, Greeks, whatever, blacks had their own slaves, the Arabs did. So whatever, it's just a human thing. And she'd probably be pissed off at that because, no, no, it's unique. We're victims. And I think you got some of that happening here where they saw this. It's it's so weird how hyper-aware or sensitive these groups are because I would see this as a – it would just go right by me. I wouldn't even observe this because actually what she was doing, why they're doing this segment is if you understand, they're trying to say, Oh, look at these, these uh, stupid conservatives are stopping, stopping how to, uh, to kill a mockingbird. And that's showing about, Oh, poor black people. And they're now, they're also trying to ban this book about the the Holocaust and oh, see, they, they're not sensitive to Jewish people. That was the purpose of the segment. You understand that, right? right? That was the purpose of it. And then her just briefly saying, well, white on white thing, it was so quick and innocuous. And the, the other people, these other chicks, they didn't even pick up on no. it. It just went past them. Their antenna didn't go up at all. Uh, but but I'll say this. Um, she's, you know, I mentioned Nick Cannon. Uh, I can't think of, there's some other examples. Uh, but black entertainers finding out really quickly uh, what they can and can't say. <laughs> What they can and can't say uh, about certain folks, uh, and immediately, like I said, you know, uh, Whoopi apologized, and they ended up suspending her anyway. Uh, I know she's like they said she wants to quit and all this shit, but uh, she'll come back and, and grovel again, I'm sure. Um, Nick Cannon, like I said, he said a few things uh, that were out of pocket as far as uh, what they figured. You know, the ADL didn't like basically, and then you know he's got a stack of books to read and some learning moments uh, to attend to. Uh, and and I don't know. They found out really quick what they can and can't uh, criticize or, or even be flipping about. I don't really feel like what she said was even now Nick Cannon. Yeah. Uh, but 
that wasn't well, really. She wasn't even. Yeah, she that's wasn't what I'm saying. Challenging the narrative, yeah. she said the the six million, what you're required to do. She said that, and it, the only thing that was a little bit iffy is that is bad. White people doing bad things to white people, or something like. I, I, exactly. What did she say? Well, we should listen to that again. Okay, let's saying. go back. You're right. You're right. Exactly what she said. That was we got to get the full flavor. The white people. Yeah. So and this. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, Whoopi. Wait a second. I mean, it's it's about the Holocaust, the killing of six million people, but that didn't that didn't bother she me. She really just tossed that out there. I yeah, oh, and so she's she's doing the narrative, the killing of six million people, and oh, that doesn't bother you, but the nudity in the book does. See, that was the whole segment. That, that's why the the producers had this segment. So she's on point right now, right? Yeah. Okay. But- now let's see where she goes off point. Mm-hmm. But the the naked. I, I'm not sure thing. that they don't use the naked part as a kind of a uh, canard yes. to throw you off from, from the I fact agree. that they no, don't like history canard. makes white Maybe. people look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, why, this is white people doing it to white people. Yeah. Oh, because it makes well, white people now, look bad. This is white people doing it to white people, and that creates a whole shitload of problems with the whole narrative. But see, you know, and again, but the whole... I guess we're, I'm not supposed to talk about this, but like the whole fellow white thing is a meme for a reason, uh, right? Like uh, there's all these examples of Jewish people being white, right? Or saying they're white well, and then yeah, they're Jewish when they want to be Jewish, but, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I've known many Jewish people and they do, they're not putting on an act they right. do because they're themselves white. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> So what is it? What is it though? Which is it? Because it's it's that when they want to say that, but if if somebody else from the outside, Whoopi Goldberg, even or us or whoever says that, it's like, oh well, that's an anti-Semitic canard, even bringing that up, right? Like, how can yeah, you have it? She does it right here. Who's this uh, kind of homely lady? That's uh, Joy Behar. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't even pick up on it right away. No, she just immediately. Uh, it just moves on. Like the whole panel doesn't pick up on us. Didn't, well, didn't didn't bother you. But the the naked. I, I'm not sure thing. that they don't use the naked part as a kind of a uh, canard yes. to throw you off from from the I fact agree. that they Maybe. don't like history that makes white Maybe. people look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, white. This is white people doing it to white people. Yeah. So and this yeah. is you know, y'all y'all. Yeah, yeah, you know. said yeah yeah. Watch these days. What he said. This is white people doing it to white. People and that lady in the middle. What's her name? I forget. Joy I Behar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She said, "Yeah, yeah." So shouldn't she be in trouble for saying, "Yeah, yeah"? Right, and she's Jewish, so I mean, and she's saying, "Yeah." Well, very, very uh, problematic. But, but yeah, the point is, there's nothing here that's anti-Semitic. She wasn't saying, "Yeah, that was a good thing right. they did that," or, or even, "Oh, it didn't really happen." She was just saying, "There's white people doing it to white people," and Joey was saying, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, I just didn't really – I don't really see much there uh, at all. Let's see here. Uh, Mark Camp, I'll read this one. It's funny, Joe Rogan doesn't get an N-word pass even though his adopted daughters are um, black, he said. Um, I didn't know that. Is that true? Like, I literally don't know. Like, I don't know Joe Rogan's personal. I never really looked into it. Um, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, though. That's not to get out of uh, – Jail free card that he's getting your little uh, African child. I don't know if he adopted. I'm not sure. Did you, if that's what did he you did. see that uh, video I sent you in your DMs? Oh, uh, on Twitter. Let me look. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Versus the Young Turks, and I don't know if you can play it, but I mean, it's on YouTube still, so I guess it's okay. Okay. Let's see. Oh boy. I mean, this is the Young Turks' legacy. I think. 
Uh, and it, yeah. Let's see. All right, we'll play it. Just, just for educational purposes. Right, I don't support, of course. I, yeah. We don't support the, the white supremacists of the Young Turks or whatever they are. Left-wing hate group. This is some neo-Nazi channel, I guess, on YouTube, Young Turks. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You Celebrating genocide. It yeah. doesn't, matter, doesn't matter about context, we learn. If you're a white person and they look white to me, uh, you can't say the word, right? That's the standard. So let's take a look at this. Oh wait, hold on. Let me let me unmute it. Oh, by the way, uh, YouTube promotes these people too. You know, oh, big, yeah. Words to hear. (laughs) (laughs) There's the Young Turks. They're doing it worse than anything Joe Rogan's Uh, ever done. My God, that was hateful. I can't. Uh, That was was hateful. I mean, I've never said that word, but man. That was too hateful for me. Um, yeah, no. I was triggered. I was triggered. They need to. They need to apologize and say it's a learning experience and teachable moment. I can't. Uh, I can't. Well, you know who else we have on video saying that word? Um, Mr. Joe Biden himself. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck, where's that? Where did I see that? I forgot that. I don't have the clip of that, but he oh has. no, that's right because he's reading in a congressional hearing or something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and this he's is... white, so you can never say that word if you're white, even in context. That's what we're learning now. So I don't, I don't know how he can. Uh, I think he needs to resign. Actually, I don't know. Um, yeah, so you know, I'm waiting for him just to like give a State of the Union address, and his uh, Adderall is going to come off, and he's going to start saying words like that. I think he's Something in a bad way. Did, did you see him getting let off the stage the other day? By, by oh, what? He looked like a guy. I've seen people in nursing homes yeah. more than him. And again, I you know I try not to. Sometimes I'm like, oh, it's a meme or whatever, and I try not to. It's okay. But no, really, he's really old, dude, and he's really frail. Like the way he was being walked around, it was literally like some nursing home stuff, man. Yeah, was... he, he's a very elderly. He's <laughs> almost eighty, isn't he? Seventy nine or something? Yeah, it was bad. It was a bad look. I was like, oh man. Uh, Rowhouse says, does Rams think Americans will have had enough of lockdowns by the spring to protest? Uh, he says Biden's State of the Union is March first. Will he feel the heat to end the lockdowns? Uh, well, I think the lockdowns are almost done. Yeah, now. that's right. Like, the Biden administration said, oh, we never supported the lockdowns. They're such gaslighters. And just today, I don't know if you've seen, a lot of blue states are starting to uh, either ease up or get rid of some mandates. I, I think the Democrats have done some internal polling, and they realize they need to walk this back really quick. And uh, we've, we've seen a lot of countries in Europe pull this back now. I, I really, I'm optimistic. I think this whole bullshit is is quickly getting behind us. I, I really do. I, I, and maybe I'll be wrong, but, um, I'm with you actually. Uh, and Boris moved off of it in the UK for many reasons. Uh, cause they're trying to take his job basically. Uh, but did you see the guy, the mayor of LA said when he was caught without his mask and he said, yeah, but I was holding my breath. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> No shit. I didn't hear you that. Up there with, uh, your other friend from Arkansas, yeah, but I didn't inhale when I took that joint. <laughs> That's right up there with that. That's one of the all-time, like, slimiest political answers, too. But it's also, I mean, it's also so slimy that it's admirable almost. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I got to admire Bill Clinton <laughs> yeah. to a degree because he was so sleazy. He was kind of charming. Yeah. And you could think how he was, what he was thinking, because back then, <laughs> in that era, it was still sort of taboo if you've ever smoked marijuana. So yeah. he was thinking, he's like, oh, shit, people have seen me, you know, 
do a, take a toke. Oh, I know what I'll do though. I'll just say that I didn't really inhale, so it doesn't really quite. Right. Count. Well, it's one of those wink things too. Like, of course he inhaled, right? Like, I mean, yeah, no, that's like, uh, oh, you mean her sucking my dick? That's sex. I never knew. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Knew. Well, that was perfectly allowed. <clears throat> I didn't know that was sexual. I did not know when you asked me if I had sex with that woman. I never had sex with that woman. I didn't know you counted that as sex. <laughs> you know, that's so Bill Clinton, and he was. Uh, yeah. Both of those are of the same breed of answer, too, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah, the, the whole uh, redefined sexual relations, basically. All right, now here's the clip that you mentioned, which I hadn't seen yet. He said he Policy held. as we approach Super Bowl Sunday, despite the controversy surrounding L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti and Governor Gavin Newsom, who were maskless at last week's NFL championship game, those local leaders held a news conference today outside SoFi Stadium where they laid out what fans could expect before the big game. But after they were done speaking, reporters peppered Garcetti and L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer about this controversy. I wore my mask the entire game, and I, when people ask for a photograph, I hold my breath and I put it here, and people could see that. This is zero percent chance of infection from that. The NFL will provide every fan a KN95 mask before entering the stadium the on Super fuck? Bowl Sunday. How could you even say that with a straight face? Like that is so so stupid, and it's yeah. But you know, California—they're getting rid of their mask mandates pretty soon. They even announced today, so. I yeah. don't think in time for the Super Bowl, though. So who do you uh, like for the Super Bowl, Ethan? Well, I hope it's the Rams. I'll go Rams, go, because I'm that bitter about the Bengals taking out the Chiefs. Uh, Joe Burrow, also an LSU guy. Uh, yeah, so. I, I think I'm going for the Rams because I like that. they and The Rams actually have a wide, wide receiver, and he's really good, right, the cup. Oh yeah, he's the I mean he's the best in the league basically. Yeah, uh, I think he broke the I want to say he broke the receptions record. I don't have to go double check. Yeah, that. He, I think he did that and touchdown. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of good. And um, yeah, the Rams really started clicking. They looked lost uh, up until like the last couple weeks of the season, uh, and they just started firing on all cylinders. And they just been uh, you know god mode through the playoffs. So. Yeah, they're one of those teams that they're really streaky. I mean, they can either play really well or really bad. So you never know what. But when they're playing their best game, they're probably the best. It's team in LA too. Team. Like I mean, I would say that they have the advantage, but um, again, Burrow. I'm still mad about it. the Chiefs had that game one too. If you watch that game, the Chiefs had their like knee on their throat. Well, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I would have uh, but, thought Andy Reid should have taken a field goal at the end of the second break. half. So at the end of the second quarter, they were down on like the you know goal line basically. Right. Uh, they they kept going for the touchdown. They ended up getting zero points. They should have kicked the field goal there. And there were several other just boneheaded mistakes kind of in that same style in the second half. And it's just like, okay, guys, you know, I know it's the gunslinger mentality, right? You can always come back, but it's like you're you're giving them too much and, you know, they end up losing. So, uh, right. Well, I, I, I don't like the Chiefs because I was raised in Denver and I'm a diehard Bronco fan and they've sense. sucked now for years, but that makes sense for sure. Uh, but the Chiefs, I mean, you know, it went to OT uh, right up until the end. You're like, how are they going to pull it out? The, the game the week before against the Bills was one of the best games right. I've ever seen in my life. Uh, period. Like top 10, top five game that I've that ever seen. Great, that was a great game. And your yeah. fiance, she's a Bills she fan. She is a right? Bills fan. She is a Bills fan. So no tears were shed for me the next week <laughs> when we got when we got the axe. Uh, but, yeah, that was uh, – I remember watching that game. I was, I was mad watching that game, too. I was like, 
like, man, fuck this. I'm not doing a Super Bowl party. What the, what the hell is this? And then, of course, the Chiefs uh, ended up coming back and winning, but uh, we got ours the next week. But, yeah, you know, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl, of course. I'm surprised you're not a, a Razorback fan, being from Arkansas and everything. Well, you know, uh, I'm from, uh, you know, Western – or not Western, but um, Eastern Arkansas, basically. And so, so my mom – Yeah, because I'm in, I'm in Fayetteville. Yeah. So my mom went to Arkansas State uh, University, and she was not a Razorbacks fan. Uh, I got to be an Alabama fan as a kid because my grandma was from Alabama. Uh, yeah, okay. And she remembered – you know, and Bear Bryant's kind of just like a legend of the South. Just oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I had a little ties there. And the first football game I remember watching was the – what was it? I guess the 93 National Championship, 92, uh, versus – the Hurricanes, Bama versus the Hurricanes. So I just was a, a young Bama fan. But when I was a kid, Bama was kind of struggling, though. Uh, and they got put on probation for buying players and, like, all kinds of fucked up shit uh, happened. Uh, and thank God Nick Saban, though, uh, happened eventually. So things did things did turn around slightly uh, later on in my fanship. But, uh, yeah, that's how I got to be a Bama fan. So um, Razorbacks, I did roof, my, you know, they had a great basketball team and uh, pretty much the whole state – uh, would kind of root for the Razorbacks uh, in basketball because they're kind of representing, you know, the whole state of Arkansas. So um, we did have a soft spot for the Razorback basketball team. Uh, now, I have home. to say, Sasha can't stand sports. She doesn't like the Razorbacks at all. She hates that. What does it do that? <laughs> a lot of people in chat feel pig, the same way. That woo pig suey or something yes, stupid. That's right. Yes, I can do it. I shouldn't do it. But, yes, uh, calling, the, calling the hogs there. Calling the hogs. That's yes, right. I, yeah, I mean, look, I grew up around rabid uh, Razorback fans. Uh, and, and, you know, I got a soft spot uh, for the Razorbacks. But uh, And also, the you know, I'm a Memphis Tigers basketball fan, too. You know, I'm. I was born in Memphis and lived right across in, in West Memphis. So I got like, you know, it's, yeah, it's a whole different people part don't realize, even yeah. though you're from West Memphis, that's quite a ways yeah. to Fayetteville. It's like it's a, a, what, a three, four hour drive probably. Or? It's a solid piece. It's longer than that. I think uh, it's a long drive because Arkansas is not that small and it's a uh, ways over there. No, it's not. Let me see. I thought it was longer than that. I used to know. Um, I would guess four hours, but I don't know. But, um, Let's see, okay, Fayetteville. Fayetteville to West Memphis. Google Maps, see yeah, what they say. Yeah, it pulled up North Carolina at first. Yeah, four hours, 35 minutes. Yeah, it's so. pretty close, pretty close, yeah. So. That's, that's about right. I think you would like uh, the Northwest Arkansas. Uh, you got a lot of fans here who'd like to meet you, and it's uh, – it's I'm coming, man. You're, t- you're preaching the choir. I want to come up there anyway uh, because I never really hung out up there. Uh, like well, I said, look, I got I got a yeah. new house and uh, it's I have like an acre of land in the Ozarks. It's private. And in fact, even when I give directions to people to come to my house, and they still can't find it. That's how isolated. <laughs> it is. Well, that's it's how. Perfect. That's a, a definite benefit these days. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm definitely going to – I'm writing this down too so I don't forget. Uh, but, yeah, I want to come up there. Uh, and I think, like I said, I'm not that familiar with the area. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I always wanted to go up there and kind of, you know, uh, fuck it's around anyway. Really. It's yeah. really it's, it's, um, it's, yeah. It's a beautiful area. The Arkansas is a huge state. Uh, is, and there's yeah. a lot of different um, – 
terrains and stuff too and a good hunting there too if you like to hunt deer uh some of the most legendary like deer oh, yeah, spots in the world deer around here that's for sure arkansas. rich people pay a lot of money to fly into like private reserves uh yeah. in arkansas yeah. and hunt deer like i mean a lot of money uh so yeah that's uh that's a big that's a big thing uh there in arkansas i'm trying to look here i think there was a couple okay i saw i don't know if you saw there's the spotify ceo uh is jack murphy which uh, just looks a lot like Jack Murphy, so I had to say that. Uh, I think Jack Murphy did come back. I, I don't really know the whole story on that, though. Some people were saying that uh, that uh, he, had, he had made a comeback. I haven't checked that out yet. Um, I don't know if you like his odds of making a comeback. If you follow oh, Jack Murphy? Yeah, have you, if you follow that. That was the weirdest thing, because all he had to do, it just blew up, because you remember it started with that super chat. With uh, who was he on with Sydney and who was that other person? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it was. Um, we just pulled up his video, Elijah Schaefer. Yeah, Elijah, and they they asked him about the the cucking thing, and then you know he should he all he had to do was say, oh, that's a long time ago. I don't want to discuss that, and they would have you know just gone on. She didn't even know what it meant, and instead he was like, well, I'll tell you what, fuck you for even reading that question. No, I mean it, fuck you. And she's like, what? And, you know, and it, it the way he reacted just really escalated the situation, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and. It ended up he had a full porn career uh, as well, which, you know, not good. Basically, he, he had to have known this. We talked about this before, so I won't belate it, but it's like you had to have known this was going to come at a certain point. I remember when he put that article out. Like, I'd read that motherfucker before because it's a fucking classic of comedy. <laughs> like, I remember well, reading. Didn't he charge a lot of money teaching guys how to be a man or yeah. how to be out there or something like that? I mean, I'm not talking like 20 bucks. I'm talking no. like dollars or something, you know? Like, big money. I mean, it was, you know, it's kind of like how Scientology does. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah, one of those. Like, you pay me a thousand a month and I'll teach you how to be an alpha male. And then it turns out, yeah, he was into this weird. And hey, I, I'm not judgmental. I'm just saying. It well, do what seems, you want to do. But, like, uh, you know, don't portray well, the, it. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it just seems it, the way he reacted, he could have just taken it so much easier and then. If he was cool about it, I don't think it would have been a big to do. He could have even said, "Yeah, I was just kind of in a weird phase back then. And it's, yeah, it's not me now. Whatever. We've all done weird things, and everyone would have gone, yeah, whatever.' It, it, but how he reacted, it, it really um, escalated the situation. Now, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, and I'm I'm going to keep you all night. But there's a couple more topics here. I uh, see. So this goes back to the Joe Rogan thing. Rumble came out today. I'm not on Rumble. I have nothing against Rumble, um, although I've I've you know. I don't think their toss is is really necessarily in line. Um, in my, well, I've never had troubles with Rumble. I've never been censored by them, but I don't do really on the edge videos that some people do. But yeah. Uh, no, let's see. This or, is what, you know what? I just want to say if Rumble wants to pay me a hundred million dollars, sure. I'll be exclusive with them right now. Sure. That would, that could, that could definitely sway me into being pro Rumble, but, uh, they yes. put this out and this was trending, I guess, all over the place when I woke up. Uh, and it says Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. Dear Joe, we stand with you, your guests and your legion of fans and desire for real conversation. So we'd like to offer you 100 billion reasons to make the world a better place. How about you bring all your shows to rumble both old and new with no censorship for 100 million bucks over four years 
This is our chance to save the world. All right, that's a little. No censorship? Yeah. I don't think they ah, mean that I don't think they do either. Say, they it, even it, have certain topics you really can't talk about on Rumble. Right. Not that Joe would talk about it, but. Um, that's not really his thing anyway, but, yeah, there are certain things. Uh, there are third braille over there. Um, I would say Odyssey is much more free in terms of uh, topics. Yeah, I, I like Odyssey, and I, I have my Odyssey channel. Everything gets mirrored over there, and I, I've done certain during this whole COVID hysteria. You know, YouTube just got so psycho about COVID. Everyone got strikes. Uh, so I started to do streams on uh, Odyssey when I wanted to talk clearly. Um, so I, I do like um, Odyssey. Rumble, I've done videos on. I've been happy with those guys. BitChute's also nice, be, been nice to me. So I, I like to see all these different alternatives, and I think that's a good thing. Um that's, that'd be tempting for hundred million, but he's already under contract with Spotify. And I assume if he broke the contract, they could sue him. I'm not really sure of the deals of that. Well, also he's collaborating with Spotify on his PR response. Like they're hand in glove. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but that's what's happening here. Uh, and they're doing everything they can to save his ass. Uh, and he's trying to save his ass with Spotify. That's why he's acquiescing and taking episodes down yeah. and talking about yeah. teachable moments. That's this like is not his, a guy who's video We watched that was not no. just like me, like him. Oh man, no. it's the middle of the night. I'm just going to give my heartfelt thoughts. No fucking way. They had a script. They said, these are the key points you need to say. I guarantee you. Oh, guarantee without without question. And and again, if if it was a guy who was you know mulling getting out of his deal or, or making another move, you wouldn't put out that video, right? No, like that's not what you no, did. That was, that was blessed by the corporate team, and they had their little focus group of things to say. You know, like teachable moment. I understand as a white yeah. person, I can never say that. Here's why I did it, but that's no excuse. And a teachable moment again. They they love that bullshit. There'll be a ton of shows where he has on all kinds of, you know, activists and stuff, and he'll have to sit there and a literal struggle session type shit, basically. Uh, and I know what I did and how did this make you feel? Guaranteed, that's what it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I mean... I do know why he he wants to have a, he doesn't want to be like that outsider guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like he wants to be yeah, accepted. That, by the that's mainstream. the other theory I've heard someone say, I, I think, uh, Gavin, uh, I'm not Gavin Newsom. Who's that guy that was, um, McGinnis? Yeah. He said that one of the reasons it, it was hard for him was his wife always wanted to be able to right. associate with these people at cocktail parties. Sure. They were like a pariah and they were no longer invited to these things. Right. Well, yeah, it, it's, it changes your life, right? And, uh, you know, okay, now Rogan, he's not getting to have the rock on there to hobnob with. He's not right. getting all these cozy interviews and backstage passes and treated like a god. Right, because I assume if you're this famous, you probably like, hey, we're having the Oscar ceremony in L.A. Why don't you come with us and we're having a fabulous backstage sure. party afterwards and you can meet all these Hollywood stars and we'll just all, you know, do whatever they do. And, uh, you know, you feel you're part of the in crowd then all of a sudden now you're you're out you're not invited to that now i want to give a shit because i i i use i i tend to like more real people anyway i i really want to care but some people i guess they would care well i wouldn't either but you know it's easy to say too i mean i'll say that you know what i mean like this guy's been had kind of a golden ride and now it's like oh you're racist now they're doing this and that and they're tearing down a lot of uh, what you what you th thought you built uh and you don't think you deserve that but i don't know I guess we on the right 
Wright were correct about the slippery slope. Remember everyone said that that was a myth, and now here we are trying to deplatform Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan is really not Joe Rogan. He's not on the right. He's That's what I'm saying. That's what, it's, it's like ridiculous, honestly. The guy talks about doing drugs in UFC for the most part. He has a few controversial people on here there. Yeah, all right. But even that, he's kind of a gatekeeper even there, right? Like he'll only go a certain length right he won't have every single you know he doesn't yeah, and then he used to do weird stuff even like ufos right and yeah stuff like that. yeah right it's just because it's interesting conversation right like i don't know uh men like god says does paul have oh wait i read that one uh one step too far says here's a two-minute clip of joe rogan explaining why it's important to censor magic words edited to comply with toss okay well yeah we, uh, we the young turk set the standard here tonight so um we might already be gone in that regard. Oh, wait, this is a different. Okay, hold on. I've grabbed the wrong link. I'll play this. Then I'll read Odyssey's response to the contract, and then I'll, I'll get some final takes from you. Uh, let's see. Here's some powerful context about what, behind why Joe Rogan uses magic words. Hmm. What's up, my N-word? Mm, I'm scared of saying that word. It's weird. <laughs> I don't like saying it, man. Nowadays, people make it shit. Well, it's not good because it makes him more valuable when you say it now. And Lenny Bruce argued about that in like 1950s. It was like one of his most controversial bits. Yeah, dude, it was a crazy, crazy bit. He would point people out in the audience and call, there's a n***, there's a n***, there's a Yeah, because nobody had ever done that kind of comedy before. And at the time, like, people had no idea where he was going with it. But he was essentially saying that... By the way, Joe Rogan is not Lenny Bruce, so I want to be very clear. But I like <laughs> more you use those words, the more they lose their power and the more they'll never have the ability to hurt some child's feelings. And it was pretty profound, especially considering that he had, you know, had realized like what happens when you censor things and censor people somehow. You know, he figured out, figured that out in the 1960s somehow that this is like the hardest thing in the world is to convey your thoughts through your words. And words are supposed to be flexible, and they're supposed to all contribute to the best possible job you can do of conveying your intent. And you're, you're assuming that the exact same word from one sentence to the next has the same, con- is the same content, has the same ability. The same, it means the same thing. A word just conveys intent, because it doesn't always mean the same thing. And as soon as you have like you have less of a, an ability to understand what I'm saying, it's a fucking problem. I'll be real; he sounds meandering a lot with <laughs> with his <laughs> with his justifications here. I, he was basically saying what George Carlin said, right? In the you know, yeah, George is. Carlin had the seven dirty words you can't say. Which is funny because I looked up those words and some of those words now you hear all the time. Like one of the seven dirty words you can't say was piss. That seems like a mild word now. Yeah, it's true. I think there's a different seven. Uh, Let's see. All right. Now there's like, what, a minute left on this? Well, supercharged words that you can't use anymore. Well, then I can't convey intent. It's, I have less tools. It's not good. I have less. How hard are you clipping this one step, by the way? Convey my intent. You know, like, if someone can call you a bitch, and if it's your friend, it's funny because it's your friend. Whereas some guy comes up to you, like, what's up, bitch? You're like, oh, well, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> it feels terrible, right? It's because it, the, the intent's different. It's, you know, words just convey intent. And to make certain words supercharged and decide certain words have, like, magic fucking powers in the game and they can jump three steps. Well, no, no, no. They're just fucking words, man. No magic words. 
demonize yeah, I, word. I agree with that. All right, now do any words do any words bother you, Ethan? Uh, certain words can like, bother uh, me for sure. Neck or hillbilly or white. Well, you know, I do get tired of that every once in a while because. Um, I mean, People it's something you're from Arkansas and everything. And does that, does that bug you or not? Well, it doesn't really bug me. No, but like it, there is, you talked about it earlier. There's like just an accepted, um, Hollywood entertainment media canard, um, and basically, uh, prejudice against Southern people, right? Like canards that they're idiots right. and uh, this or that, they fuck their relatives and this and that. Uh, when, if you ask me, you know, don't, <laughs> I was raised with a very low opinion of Yankees. Let's put it that way. Uh, And, uh, and so uh, again, uh, I could easily slip into that mindset uh, if I let myself go there. Um, But I think a lot of that's just a natural reaction too, right? Like, um, uh, because the, the media and the press are always shitting on the South, right? Yeah. yeah. The point is that like, say like if someone's talking not about you, they're just a comedian is talking about, Oh yeah. And I ran into these white trash people. Would you as a white person from the South say, yo, I'm offended. I'm hurt. No person needs to be censored. They need to have a teachable moment. You know, no, it's just, we hear that shit all the time, or fat jokes, yeah. fat shit, you know, about fat people. Like, what are you going to cut that out? I I make fun of fat people too, and I'm fat. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't get rid of that staples of comedy. For me, look, if it's funny, it's funny. Um, I've laughed right. at shit about white people. Some of Richard Pryor's jokes about white people, shit like that. I laugh at that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I do too. And I, I, you know, honestly, I think that humor and being able to speak freely, and again, like he said, it's intent. It actually can help break down racial divides with people because you don't have all these, oh, this is off limits. You're able to just talk as regular people. Like, yeah, I, I don't really find uh, jokes that really that about white people necessarily offensive or whatever. I can laugh at it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's the way it should be. And, again, um, I, I I guess I, I don't know. I don't want to go into the whole context thing. To me, really, if it's funny, it's funny. I've laughed at some fucked up shit uh, for sure. Um, but I don't really – like, it's not – I don't see it as hateful. You know what I mean? Uh, I can't really think of a mainstream – comedy act that I've said, well, wow, this guy was like really hateful about blacks or whites, really. Um, You know what I mean? Maybe there was some comedy that was, uh, you know, uh, blue or whatever you want to call it or, uh, you know, racial observations or whatever. But I don't think uh, anything like that's really been put out anyway, right? Like, so they're trying to make these comedians... Uh, break them over the coals and it's like well this shit wasn't really hateful in the first place uh it was risque yeah but um i don't know i just i I don't really i don't really see it uh now let's see here there's a couple of super chats let me try this uh i know everybody loves the dings okay king schlog sent three dollars five five what it's supposed to say shit i don't know why it said that but uh Dingo Southern sent three dollars. You Ralph, it's Dingo. Question: Do the same stars, sun and moon appear over Europe as they do over America? Space, not what they say it be, but it do. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to do a space segment with Dingo. I was talking with him about this too. Okay. Thank Anonymous you for that three dollars. Okay, Joey Jojo, go ahead. Joey Jojo sent $3. If it's such a bad word, then don't make it so fun to say. Well, yeah, you know what? Hold on. Let me stop that for a second because that might be actually a fair point. Um, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like it's so taboo, right? That makes it, it, that makes it what people want to say then, because whenever you have something that's taboo, uh, people want it when they want to be transgressive that they will say it just to, you know, cause you're not supposed to say well, it. So for and, instance, I've said it uh, on air, but I called a white person that, um, so I'm not sure where that puts me in terms of like violations uh, of, you know, like classes of racism. I'm not sure. Um, but I did, I have, what, what do you think about that? What if you call a white person? Uh, well, you remember Sargon? Got no, I basically did a, for a white person. And um, um, I, I think the whole thing is dumb. I think you should be able to say what you want. I'm pretty, uh, free speech about in that area. Now, like at the same, at the same time, we have a civilization, and sure. I think it's good etiquette. You don't say certain words. Well, I wouldn't go up to Burger King and said that. Say that, you know, I said that yeah, shock well, value you know, on a like, show. Um, to yeah. I, I don't say I, usually in you know because this is a little different stream. But I want to say like I'm going to go to church and say fuck or right. something like that. You know, there's there's certain things where you just adjust your language. I, I get it, and you have to see what your audience is and uh, what you're doing but in general i'm not a big fan of trying to censor words or censoring ideas i think we should get those ideas out there yeah i would agree with that myself all right now black philip had something that came there's a couple that came in actually well, let me undo these here Godzilla. i don't know if i can play that one blank head is a thing even with uh, yeah, mentioning teeth, he's saying some things he, I don't know that I could repeat. But thank you, Godzilla, saying that he well, wouldn't be a fan of, name of a real. Uh, oh, it's a, what's his name's ranch? Oh yeah, that's what he's talking about. So that was um, I remember when that happened. Actually, uh, Ramsey Paul, I used to, I still do, obviously, but I used to have like the cable nets on twenty four seven and was like one of one of those guys. Hold on, hold on, wait, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play. I swear, um, but. Um, Rick Perry had a ranch basically that he used to go to and it was his name of his ranch was the uh N-word head ranch. Uh, I've said enough. I'm, I had my allotment of them already recently so I won't <laughs> I won't say it, but uh but uh yeah, that was that was where that came from and uh, some like somewhere in Texas, I forget why they called it that. It was like the topology, I think, uh, terrain there around the uh around the old farm. I'm not sure. Groomer remover sent $5. I went to college in Fayetteville and be glad if I never have to hear yeah, someone yeah, you hear call it a lot, buddy. ever again. Yeah. Killstream slash Rams Paul Country Show. Let's, Let's fucking go. He'll it bring has to the happen. guns and liquor. No, no, we won't have any guns. Probably don't need No, guns. no. It will have fun, though. And, um, years ago, I lost all my guns in a boating accident. Right, and I do not uh, dabble yeah, in that. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I, I've... I've never really been around the hogs, but like I said, Sasha, she, she hates, she really hates that whole thing. Well, so. if you go to one of their sporting events, you will hear the hogs called repeatedly. Although uh, I couldn't believe it. Sasha actually did call the hogs on one of our live streams. We do, um, I think night owls because someone offered to pay her $20. <laughs> to do it. She, did it for $20. she called the hogs. So I didn't uh, think she would do it for that, but she did it. 
Well, you know what? I'd call the hogs for twenty dollars too if somebody sends me that. Oh boy, see, I know, <laughs> I know how to do it too. It's been a while though. Uh, Rowhouse says Mark Lamont Hill was a black commentator on CNN, constantly bashing white people. He said one thing about Israel and their misdeeds. CNN fired him the next day. That's absolutely true, and I remember when that happened. Uh, and he was like one of their firebrands too. And he said one thing about you know Palestinians and what was going on over there, and it was like. Uh, Rowhouse says Herbert Mark Hughes wrote a book in 1965 called. Oppressive tolerance. In it, his goal was to censor everything on the right and let the left do anything. Does it seem crazy? Academic theories from 60 years ago have come to fruition. Well, I mean, the book 1984 talked about reducing vocabulary to try to limit ideas. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a crazy concept, try to eliminate uh, words. You know, it doesn't work anyway. Uh, you need to get really at the, the core of the issue. Let's see. Uh, one stat mentions uh, that he fractured his fractured his orbital bone. Uh, if you want some tips to heal up faster and end the swelling, just DM me. I don't know if he ruptured any vessels in your eye. I did actually. You can't see this, but uh, my right eye is like red still, and there's a little bit in my left, but it's getting better. Yeah, you looked a lot better because I saw that first photo. You looked horrific. You know, I got said. fucked up, dude. There's no other way around it. Yeah, I got beat. Are you shit. feeling better? You yeah, yeah, better? I'm feeling better. They took good care of me uh, over there mm-hmm. in the hospital, and I'm going to write about this because my experience was just amazing in more ways than one uh, over there in Lisbon, uh, and I'm going to write a big, long piece about it. But um, they tr- they treated uh, me really well it, and helped me get back to health. So are, is it Lisbon it- – is that a, a a town you'd be scared to go back to, or no. is that okay? You just kind no, of I still it. like it. I'm going to go back. Like I said, I had a lot okay. of fun in Lisbon. Uh, I have a couple people I consider good friends there now. Um, it's different, Europe. Um, it's uh, it's a different feel. I mean, I don't know if you, if you live every day, maybe it wouldn't. Uh, be so awesome uh but i liked it a lot honestly and everything's within walking distance you just go and have lunch oh, yeah. in a cafe anytime you want all your well, little I, stores are right there every place has espresso yeah. you know what i mean like yeah Cuban cigars. I, I, I lived in budapest for a while and it was like that and i i, I never was feared being mugged or anything so i, I didn't know if lisbon is known but, for that or and you know I, and I say all that but i still like you know I like America too. Honestly, it's where I'm from. Yeah, uh, I like being in my truck. I'm, back. You know? I'm like, I can never yeah. be anything but American. That's what I am. So yeah, it's tough for me to get away from that. You know, by the end, I was really missing home. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I just got the truck recently. But even you know, when I had a car, it was like, okay, I'm ready to get home, go around, do my own thing. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a different. Uh, it's a different existence though in Europe. Uh, and I can, you know, you can. I can like doing it every once in a while, I guess, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, going to one of those cities, even New York's kind of, uh, you know, you walk around, it's just a different type of life. Um, and even in Europe, in Europe way, even more so. Um, and it's so old. I talked about this before too, but, um, there's really no, nothing, no place like that in the United States. You know what I mean? With it's like, there's a monastery that was built in 1502 by like right. a legendary porch. Vasco da Gama's fucking buried here. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's, it's you just can't have an America cause we're not that old uh, streets that were paved in, you know, by the Moors and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, this is just teeming with history from throughout the ages. Uh, and so that's one thing that, uh, that I really always found 
cool and striking about you know Patton's speech about when he's walking through and he can feel the the ancestors and Caesar and all the greats you know what I mean like you get that feel uh, when you're over there the, the history really strikes you uh, so I like that part of it alright now let's see a couple more uh, okay one step thank you for that by the way Row House, there was a couple more, I think. Okay. One Step says, I don't think Rogan wants to be accepted by the mainstream. I think he just genuinely wants every human being on the planet to truly perceive him as a genuinely kind and, and magnanimous, loving man. Well, well, you know, that's fine. And, I, you know, he could have just came out and said, hey, you know, I think we should be able to say any word. It's the context, and I'm not going to grovel. But obviously, I like you know. You can even you know, I, I like everyone of all races. It's, it's not I don't have any dislike of any race. But we need to get beyond trying to censor words. So he could have, I think, came across that way and still put out a good message. And I think that's what we need to do. Is it you know it, we can't advocate for free speech without you know acting kind of stupid and the whole you know Nazi bit or anything like that. Yeah, and again, I mean, there was a you could still put out a statement where you're saying you know maybe a little conciliatory or something that I would have you know maybe wouldn't love to see or whatever. You can understand, like you said, I don't hate anybody. You know, this I'm not racist, da, 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 but also maybe stand up for yourself a little bit more as well. Right. Like stand up for, um, you know, you're a comedian, right? Well, I, I don't know. James Chappelle's not going to apologize like that. This is, this is pathetic. I, I would have brought it up. I would have brought up like, Hey, this is a great time for a dialogue. If only black people can say this word, uh, how much black and half blacks quarterback one drop rule. What is it? And what is race? You can just have an interesting dialogue. So a lot no. of people will not want to have that dialogue. No, they won't. <laughs> It would be an interesting dialogue to have because I would say, why don't we just have a consistent rule for everyone that we're free Americans. You can say what you want to say, and it doesn't mean you should say it everywhere or anything like that, but it doesn't mean you're a horrible person because you say any word necessarily. I think that'd be a more interesting discussion. I do too. Squid Eye says, is the one guy on the right, wait, is the one guy on the right never faces censorship? Ben Shapiro, he seems... Like he had a deal to be a token opposition, the left tolerates. Rams predicted years ago they like Shapiro uh, as a see we don't censor everyone on the right type. Um, yeah, and you know Shapiro's like a Hollywood guy too, right? Like he came from yeah, that type of although lineage. to be fair, uh, Ben kind of say the N word. No. You know, oh, he'd get canceled quick if he did something like that. Yeah, but he know well, he knew that. Like he's got magical powers against that. Um, and yeah, because I don't know. It, it's it's if he's dropped one not, of those, but he, there's no. He already knew that, though. You, you know what I mean? Like he said, there are no N word. But I would be shocked if there was an N word. Bench. I hope it exists though, because I think it would be funny as fuck uh, to hear him saying that or going off on some tirade. But uh, I don't think so. One step too far says the word Nazi is offensive to me because because when people call me a Nazi, it's extremely disrespectful and he says some other things for why it would be disrespectful. Well, yeah. And I've often brought up this point, actually a more devastating word instead of the N word, because if let's say if a black person is called an N word, do you think 
that's going to get them in trouble. I mean, the black person, like uh, they work their job and their employer's like, whoa, whoa, you're an N-word. I didn't know that. I'm going to fire you. That that would never happen, right? But with a white person, if you call racist, that could make it so you don't get your job, you lose educational opportunities. So I would say the word racist is much more devastating of a slur than calling someone N-word, I think. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, especially when you put it that way, it's like one is – can be devastating to your whole entire life career. You might not be able to open a bank account these days. Like it's getting pretty scary. Exactly. Uh, if someone calls you an word, that's not going to prove. Right. Pre- you'll probably be able to open a GoFundMe and uh, rake in the cash. Uh, exactly. So it's, yeah, no, it's it's not the same. Squid Eyes says, "Have either of you two been watching Tucker Carlson lately? He has mentioned Michelle Malkin uh, and Airbnb. By the way, I got banned from Airbnb too, and I didn't mention it. But um, yeah, that's that's yeah. really sad. I know Michelle Malkin's friends with Tucker and um, I've had a uh, one of the, the pleasures I've had of doing videos is meeting people hope we, I could meet you Ethan one day but I, I met uh, Michelle Mockin she had us over at her house with her husband and her kids she's the sweetest lady uh, really smart dedicated passionate but I guess she's called a white supremacist now even though she's Filipino but I guess it doesn't matter anymore so yeah it's just outrageous it's outrageous. You know why they banned me? They said it was because of my conviction. They linked the Washington Post article uh, about the, me falling asleep on the hotel couch. And oh, all that I, I see. But, like, do you think an anti-fall guy would be banned for... No, for not at all. Not no. at all. And it didn't even meet their criteria of, like, crimes that you're supposed to be banned for anyway. Uh, and I sent them a letter back and... Th- Supposedly they were gonna message me back. They never did. You know what the fuck? I wonder the- if I, I'm just curious. I wonder if Susan Rosenberg, she was that lady that bombed the Capitol, <laughs> literally bombed the Capitol in 1983. She was convicted. I wonder if she's banned from like PayPal and Airbnb. I think it probably that. not. If you want to know the truth, uh, but you know that this happened. We had a we had a thing in Vegas. They were trying to sell me and my fiance a timeshare. And oh, I, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't, but I went to one and it was torture. Yeah, it was hell. No, no, don't go to them it was absolute hell. But by the end, they have so no, many. No, wait, wait. They have so many psychological pressure tactics. By the end, you're. Ab- I'm absolutely considering maybe getting a timeshare, actually. But then I'm like, this is bizarre. This is fucking no way. Okay, I'm not going to yeah. do it. I, I didn't let myself go all the way. And then they start getting mad. Yeah, and they get angry, dude, when you don't buy the timeshare. And they have like three different bosses, final bosses. Too. So the person who's yeah. been giving you the presentation, you turn them down. Well, they got one after that, right? Then yeah. you turn the, like her manager or whatever on the floor. Uh, so you turn him down. Then when you're going out, they're giving you this exit interview. And it was me and my fiance. Uh, and she's like seven months pregnant now. Then I think she was like three or four months pregnant. And so it's this sweet lady. And she's talking to about her babies. And, oh, you're going to be such a great mom. Just fill out this sheet. You'll get your uh, tickets to this. Uh, we were, I don't know. It's free tickets and stuff. And um, we're filling it out. Well, it turns out. She's a final boss. So she has an offer on the table and it's like, nah, we don't we don't want it. Da, 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 da. Then there's one more final boss. Believe it or not, there's one more final boss. This guy comes up, I swear to God, he's like why well, he looks like he's in the mafia, quite honestly. And he comes up and he has a gold ring 
on his pinky finger that probably cost $50,000. I mean, it's like blinging out of control. And I don't know if they thought this was supposed to impress me. I mean, it made me think they were involved with illegal activities, actually. Uh, but he came up and he gives his personal offer. You know what I mean? He's the big dog boss, finally. And then you turn that down. They looked at you like you shot their fucking dog or some yeah. shit. And they give you dirty looks while you're walking out. And I did get the stuff they said they were going to give us, but... Uh, it was not uh, easy uh, to yeah, get. And it's not worth it. it it's well, just like, the punchline to this story is I turned it down, and then it was later on the next day or early the next morning, I got an email about being banned from Airbnb right after this happened. And I don't know for a fact that it had something to do with that, but it just seemed really weird. That, and I told him what I did for a living, too, and I usually don't go into that, right? But I was like, I was talking, I was like, okay. And then the very next day after I didn't get the timeshare, I got banned from Airbnb. So I was like, yeah, I, that's weird. Oh, so you just kinda, recently got banned. Yeah, this just happened. And I didn't talk about it publicly because I was like, ah, whatever. And I thought maybe I could get it overturned. Now I don't think they ever will. So I was like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that happened. And I still, I think like, I think some shot caller, like they called somebody like their buddy at Airbnb. Somebody was mad that I didn't get a time share. I don't know for sure, right? I can't say for sure, but it's just really curious. Yeah. And it gave me an excuse to tell that timeshare story. I don't know if you have a timeshare story or just. I, I don't. I've always avoided those <laughs> because I knew the hell. And um, yeah, I used to go to Vegas a lot too um, until I got, you know, banned from playing blackjack. But then, but I enjoyed Vegas. Now, stuff, wait but... a minute. Hold on. How did that happen? I used to count cars back in the day and I made a lot of money and then they finally caught on. Right. So, well, people don't know. It's, you could do that easier, but so I wouldn't advise it anymore. But. Well, it's not actually illegal to count cards. No, it's not illegal. But, but can, the casino can, can just throw you out of casino though. And they yeah, will. Yeah, I got thrown out of the casino. So, um, yeah. uh, that was, it was a fun time, but so now Sounds my, like my it. play, I don't really gamble much, but when I do play, do you play craps? Ever play craps? Uh, I haven't. They tried to show me how to play craps the last time I was, or oh, time before last. Craps. You look like they a said it's so fun. Yeah. It. Yeah. They yeah. say yeah. it's so fun, but um, I, I didn't play. It's I do easy, play a little it's bit. Easy and it's, it's pretty good odds, really, if you just do the right bets. It's not that Craps bad. is one of the best games you can play in terms of odds. I know Baccarat is, is too. It Blackjack is, yeah. um, and Roulette. Um, if you Roulette's just bet, bad odds, though. Well, if you make the, if you bet on the outside felt, basically. Um, so if you they, bet. They always got a, at least in Vegas, you, you, they got a 5.26% uh, edge on you because of, you know, the double zero. zero and right. Double well, zero. it's not like the European wheel or whatever. Um, yeah, European wheel is better because it's just one zero. Right. And but if you. 2% or whatever. But like blackjack, if you take the odds, you could get it down to about 0.6% house edge. So, I mean, they still have an edge, but you could get it pretty low. Yeah, and I forgot the odds on the outside. Like, it's red or black, basically, odd or even, yeah, uh, high or low. Or, and it's yeah. like 46 point something percent chance. I don't know. I have to look it up to get the exact odds. Now, in, in Europe, it's higher because, like you yeah, said, yeah, there's Europe's not. Yeah, Europe's actually a little better, but, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I, anymore, I just play um, craps, I guess. So. Yeah, see, I have to learn how to play. Uh, and another guest it, who comes on here told me the same thing. You don't thing. have to do most of the bets. Most of the bets are bad propositions. Just take uh, come or don't come and play your odds. You're good to go. Right, I'm going to have to do that. Now, let me see. I think there's one more. I'm going to let's go. Let's see. Uh, oh, Squid Eye says, 
What do you think will happen with the Fuentes and Pat Casey FBI subpoena? How fearful would you two be? What should they do? Well, I wouldn't really. That's a minute. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't. I mean, I could say. I would I would be a little concerned if I got subpoenaed by Congress. Uh, obviously, I think. Yeah, uh, I would too. And uh, <laughs> you know, Alex Jones was subpoenaed. He took the fifth on everything. And the reason I say to take that is I'm not trying to be. It means you have anything to hide. But they play this stupid game where if you say anything wrong factually, just you can have this mis remember something. Then they come back. You lied to Congress. That's a perjury. So don't. You yeah, don't, don't. definitely don't get up there and get cute. Uh, or, or even if they don't do it in public, they do a private interview or whatever. Don't, don't no, freelance. Yeah, and, yeah. I would, I would be scared. Uh, I really would because I don't want the government to screw with me. So I am. Um, God bless Nick, and I, um, I don't think he deserves what happened because he didn't do anything illegal. And I thought basically the letter they wrote him was outrageous because they listed all these things, and I'm like, what the hell? All the things they listed was. Uh, protect his speech, you know, like he went to these rallies. He did this, he did that. Yeah, There was nothing illegal that he did. And I'm like, how are you justifying this? Well, and especially the Bitcoin thing, uh, that they act like that was some fucking... I got a donation off that. Well, they gave me half of Bitcoin, that same guy, by the way. Yeah, the guy died, and he just gave some. He uh, just gave his money away. He was going to kill himself, and he wanted to, like, support some people that he liked watching or whatever. That's all it was, yeah. Yeah. It was like, wasn't any... What are you talking about terrorist funding? Like, they wrote all these whack-ass articles. The Congress repeated that same garbage uh, in some of the materials, you know, where they subpoenaed him and stuff. Uh, And it's just not true. Like, it's literally just fucking made up. It's some guy that killed himself. He's allowed to leave whoever he wants his fucking Bitcoin. Yeah, uh, the guy was dying. He was in pain. So yeah. he decided to kill himself, and he left some Bitcoin. And it had nothing to do like, ooh, here's your Bitcoin to overthrow the government. It was nothing like that. No, it wasn't at all. Uh, and and I, I don't think there was ever any intention to overthrow the government. It was the president called people to Washington at Washington to protest it. That was a legal protest. I don't think Nick Fuentes went in the Capitol, so I don't get it, really. It's I don't either. It's it's clear. It's just political intimidation. It I mean, is. That's that's what it is. Um, and uh, let's see. I'll double check. I think we got most of them. There might be one more on Power Chat. Oh, there are a couple. Uh, let's see. Okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> okay, I will play that one. That's pretty funny. Fash Gordon sent $3. Ralph, what do you get when you cross a donkey with an onion? A piece of ass that will bring a tear to your eye. <laughs> I like that one. All right, that's good. Vampire politics and $10. If Jews really think they were white, then why don't they get up in arms over anti-white rhetoric? Yeah, well, I think that's a fair point. Again, I just wish they would pick one or the other, uh, kind of is what I was talking about earlier. Well, and uh, I would caution as we say they, but there's really, uh, I think there's a difference between these professional groups. Sure, like the I agree. The normal people. I think so. Because a lot of normal Jewish people, they don't like this anti-white stuff either because they're victims of it. Yeah, I mean, and again, I think, you know, Look, I, sap- I, I separate normal people <laughs> from the professionals, quote-unquote, that we deal with uh, on the show. You know, uh, this is strange, but I, I really do think this is going to sound real sivnat, cuckish, I bet I Yeah, don't it's going to. But, but I think most people really don't have this big hatred for other people based on race. I really don't think that. I, I just don't see it with normal people. It's these professional groups that that's their whole industry is to try to agitate things. And, uh, I, you know... I, 
Well, that's kind of how I live. There are racial differences, but it's not like it's on everyone's mind. Well, that's kind of how I live life, too. Like, for instance, I showed a picture yesterday. I pointed this out before, but uh, there's a place here in Richmond called Pearly's, and they have the best sandwich in town. Well, it's a Jewish delicatessen. That's why they have the best sandwich in town, because they know what they're doing. Uh, and uh, I go there quite, you know, fairly frequently uh, and have one of their sandwiches, uh, and I've had people like, what are you doing? Like, it's like, well, dude, I mean, it's a fucking, it's a Jewish deli. Like, what, I'm gonna, not going to go there like I yeah don't, I, I don't i don't get into at that level and i think most n- normal people don't and, and that doesn't mean that i i recognize there are differences and so forth i'm not saying that but uh, this whole idea of just sure. making everything focused about race and i, I think is um and it's really interesting because these racial hucksters, that's why they went after Jill Rogan to try to keep everything racial conflict because this does not reduce racial conflict this just increases it uh, by the way, the name of my sandwich was an oy vey, and it was a half-pound pastrami, half-pound corned beef, and they have another sandwich that's called a goy vey, and it's, really? a tur- it's a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Oh, funny. <laughs> it's so fucking good, by the way. It's, white, it's white meat turkey. It's white meat turkey. It's called the goy vey. It has bacon on it, too. <laughs> Uh, they're both very good, but I went ahead went ahead and had the uh, oyve uh, this past weekend because I wanted some uh, corned beef and pastrami. But uh, shout out to Pearlies uh, here in Richmond. Shout out to Ramsey Paul, the legend, uh, for coming on the kill stream tonight. Uh, even in the midst of all the craziness, I think we had a, a fun conversation here about. I, many I think it was topics. a lot of fun, and sometimes I, I worry when I last time I was on, I did my debate with sticks, and I'm like, oh, I, I kind of felt bad because I know the, the model of this is usually people fighting and we get along, but. Sure. Um, it was good just to have a kind of a normal conversation, I think, with you tonight. I hope you had fun. Just I did. Drama. I had a great time, and I needed a show like this. Uh, and thank you for coming on, sir. And I'm going to get up there. Uh, yeah, and uh, please invite up Pansu. Is, I will. Uh, what does she go by, May? Or what's her May, name? that's what she goes. Yeah, that's May. Pansu's kind of, we don't call her that in real life. <laughs> Yeah, I'll bring her with me. And as she's watching, say hi, and she's invited to, of course. And I definitely so. will, and she'll love that. Uh, and I'm taking her to the to the Memphis area, but I haven't really went across the state of Arkansas uh, with her. Uh, yeah, well, I'll take you really to great. Eureka Springs. It's a beautiful yeah. little town, and uh, you, you have some fans there, and uh, Killstream fans. So a lot of people like to see you, and we'll have a good time. And you know who else is in Fayetteville that uh, are one of our mutual friends ran into? She's kind of infamous as. Uh, boogie if you've heard of him oh you know what if i come up there we'll have to get oh my god we might have to have lunch with boogie he did a little you know he did some (laughs) things he probably shouldn't have done with a gun and you know oh boy we might well have to invite boogie too you know i I forgot about that but he's right up there in the area funny because sasha she knew of boogie before he became kind of famous and yeah we won't get into that but yeah he said so you, you know some interesting times, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. You know how Arkansas is. Obviously. <laughs> I do, sir. Uh, thank you so much, man. I'll talk hey, to you soon. it's been great. I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for everyone watching. And God bless you. I hope you heal up well. And we'll do it again sometime. God bless you. We definitely will. You have a good one. Ramsey Paul, thank you, sir. Uh, man, I love that guy, I have to say. Uh, definitely was a conscious decision to book him tonight. Uh, I booked this even before. Uh, the Saturday shenanigans, uh, and it turned out to be an even better call uh, in light of the Saturday shenanigans. So shout out to him, really nice guy. 
I didn't realize he was getting uh, pressured not to come on. Not that surprising, though. You know, that's how that's how certain people do. Uh, but uh, we've seen it before. But uh, now let me see here. There were a couple more too that popped in. Anonymous sent three dollars. Normal. Uh, fast one go. Fash Garden sent three dollars. If we are about time shares, could we be the platform <laughs> from them? Yes, that dingo chat was not the real dingo. It was me. No. No. Okay. 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 Godzilla with his um, inward head ranch question from earlier. Yes, it doesn't matter. There were several inwards. It wasn't me. It was the, not this time. It was the Young Turks. Um, so what else do we have? I mean. Not much, really. We've done the two-hour show. I'll be back tomorrow for Sunrise. I'll probably do another segment. I'm not leaving just yet. Uh, I am going to write something about this stream on Saturday. I, I realize there's probably people watching, uh, most of them negative people, uh, who would like me to delve into that uh, further. I'm not really going to too much. Um, I think it's been obvious that I've been drinking uh to excess, though, uh, even outside of any other critiques uh, people have. I did quit drinking for 100 days last year. Um, that came to an end in Las Vegas, Nevada. I didn't make a big deal about it, but uh, also you didn't hear me talking about not drinking anymore or anything like that either, uh, and that's for a reason because uh, I went back to drinking pretty, I wouldn't say heavily, but regularly. Uh, regularly. Uh, Saturday night, I actually talked with, I've talked openly about my drinking problems and substance abuse. It doesn't really bother me um to speak about it um but saturday night uh you know certain communications and stuff have been leaked uh where pantsu had talked about her concerns and stuff just basically the dirtiest she could imagine uh from gator leaking conversations and stuff this all happened before the show so i knew all this stuff was out there um and i mean i made the conscious decision to start drinking before the show because i really just did not want to go on air uh sober to be quite honest with you um i think you know and it's kind of hard to and i did have a conversation with her she's like don't get drunk basically um i was like no and it, you know it's kind of hard to, i've had a lot of banger shows where i've been completely fucking drunk off my ass uh matter of fact a lot of the people tut tutting about my drinking uh were right there telling me to chug chug while these shows were going on many of my most famous and well-received shows uh i'm completely drunk out of my mind uh actually uh by the way black philip i'm sorry i'll replay your super chat i didn't see it if it, it did miss but i thought it replayed anyway i definitely will uh, many of my shows were like that though um and so I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's that big a shock that uh, that I was in that state uh, on Saturday, really. Uh, all that being said, um, and I'll talk about this in the article, I've kind of lived my life, my whole life, just um, uh, kind of in an outlawish manner, not really giving a fuck about living or dying. And uh, I've been open with this, like this is not... Um, I don't think this is revelatory, really, but that's kind of just how uh, I've lived. Just uh, my heroes all mostly live like that, too. Um, but, you know, uh, I do have a, a kid on the way, another kid uh, embroiled in some stuff with that as well. Uh, it is it is slightly irresponsible uh, to continue uh, burning it at both ends the way I have been uh, because eventually you'll, you know, 
they'll just find me dead one day. Honestly, that's how that's how it goes when you <laughs> when you party like that, right? Uh, for years and decades, and you know you're getting close to your forties, and uh, you know they're just like, well, we found this guy dead in a hotel room or whatever. Uh, and so I'm fully aware of that. Like I'm not um, I'm not an idiot, believe it or not. Uh, so. You know, I'm going to try to make some changes as far as that goes. The only reason I address it here is because people made such a, a big deal out of it. Uh, partially for good reason. I mean, I was pretty fucking uh, slaughtered uh, on Saturday as far as drinks go. Um, and it has become a thing that's basically being used against me as well um, in proceedings, etc. So, I mean, kind of, I just kind of have to clean up my side of the street uh, a little bit uh, as far as that goes and focus on my baby girl who's coming in April, uh, focus on my wedding, uh, which I think I'm going to get married in Dallas, actually, uh, at the Killstream Kingpin uh, event. I think I'm going to go ahead and do that, too, although that's not finalized yet. But I'm probably just going to get married there at the event and also live stream it uh, online. That's what I was thinking, but... I'll have more on that later, and I'll talk about this more. I've written a little bit about this, and originally I didn't know how much I'd talk about it here on air, but some people might not read it, right? So even though a lot of people read the other articles, but uh, I did want to do a little bit here on air. Kind of talk about my side. Without going into the particulars, I might talk about that a little bit more uh, in the article uh, as far as that goes, like what I thought about the discussion and all that, I'm not going to delve into that more here though. Cause it just like dovetails into more, into more bullshit. So, uh, again, it's been, it's been quite a ride. It's been quite, um, an onslaught, uh, against me. Uh, in some ways, you know, uh, I have some critiques of myself. I talked about one of them there, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not blind uh, to two points made against me. Uh, but also, I do think there's a definite double standard uh, when it goes to this shit I faced uh, and people have done to me. And then if I do something like that or in that vein, all of a sudden I'm like, you know, Hitler. So I think that that's a fair point. I think some of the stuff I've said in my defense, much of it has been fair. But also... You know, when you're wild and out of control and drunk out of your mind and you're fucking, you know, you're coming off that way, um, it can be hard to get your side to, like, um, much traction, basically. So part of that's part of that's my fault. And uh, I told this story in the article, uh, but the guy I was hanging with in Portugal, one of them, uh, I talked to him at the at the end of the time there. We were at the, uh, what is it, Pastis de Belém. They make the famous Belém pastries there, right next to the monastery. And we were talking. I got this in the post, but uh, he's like, yeah, you know, Ralph. And he'd help me while I was in the hospital and show me all around the city. He was a great guy. And um, he said, uh, you know, I was kind of, and we'd had a great time. We were about to go on the boat ride and everything. And he goes, yeah, you know, I was kind of, Scared to hang out with you a little bit. I didn't know how this would go. And I was like, yeah, well, really? I was like, why? And he's like, well, you kind of got this reputation as, you know, like this. Like, you might just snap on me or, like, flip out or something. And I was like, <laughs> I was thinking, I don't remember if I said this out loud or not. But I was like, I was like, this motherfucker, like, he's worried that I'm, like, insane. Uh, and that's how people have portrayed me, and it's not the case at all. Um, I'm very chill, actually, uh, in real life. Um, I think sometimes 
the responses that I've had, which you guys know me, it's um, if somebody goes at me, I go at them, uh, and I go at them hard. And so uh, I'm not saying that that's going to change because it's probably not. But some of my responses um, just basically have added to my own problems where even if I can justify it, and in my view it is justified, um or if it isn't, right? It doesn't really matter either way. Um, they're not helping me, right? Like, so it doesn't matter whether I can justify it or, um, you know, people think it's good or bad. The fact is it's bad because it's affecting me negatively, basically. Uh, so that's why it's a bad thing, right? Uh, I don't have to take it any deeper than that. So, again, I'll write about it a little bit more, but that, those are kind of my thoughts uh, keeping it at a certain level because I'm not going to go into it like the minutia and, you know, specific little points and stuff like that because I really don't have any any interest in litigating any of that. Um, but what I will say is I'm just going to keep doing the kill stream and Tequila Sunrise, and that's not going to change. That's another reason I want to do this show tonight with Ramsey Paul, just a regular show. Uh, just kind of by the books, having fun. I was glad to see Bibble stop by for a second. And so... That's really it. You know, I've been through these before. Um, the number one thing uh, that you have to do is just get back to business, ladies and gentlemen. You can you can sit here and talk a lot of shit uh, and, you know, do you know say a lot of stuff. But uh, the main thing people want uh, are consistent shows. They want the sunrise. They want the kill stream. They want the guests. They want the events. Uh, and that's what I want, too. So... That's what we're going to do. So I thank you for your support tonight. There are a couple super chats. I'll turn it back on. Uh, but I did want to get a little bit out there. Let's see. Where was the one you said I missed? Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I did skip that one because I didn't want to get into that. That wasn't fair. Um, by the way, the OG mystery guest is going to be on. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really want to get into that. Uh, I know that um, the OG mystery guest did, uh, like, you know, say some shit, if I recall, about, about Ramsey Paul. I didn't want to get into that, though, because it was going to take it to, like, a drama place or whatever. I really was just not trying to to do that tonight, really. So I did see that. Um, so I did, I did consciously skip that. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize, but I did... I did consciously skip that. I appreciate your support, but it was one of those things where it's like I have to make a call and, you know, and again, I got my own stuff going on and we're not getting into that. And it's like, what, I'm going to drag him down and like, come on. Um, I'm glad you understand. Thank you for saying that. That was, that was an executive decision there. So I hope, I hope there's no hard feelings on that. Um, I'm trying to think, we'll see if the debate happens tomorrow. Captain said he was cool with the topic. And then he was like, I don't think he likes it that much. Uh, let's see. Okay. Okay. All right. He said it's because of a scheduling conflict. Yeah, it's fine. So he's putting up delays because he doesn't. Okay. So he's saying it wasn't about the topic. But he was like, I'm delaying. He was ready when it was supposed to happen initially. I'm so mad that that didn't happen. Oh, my God. Anyway, because he just, I just now saw his text. It came while I was on the show. And he's like, look, I'm delaying because I have a conflict in scheduling. It's like, oh, fuck. He's like, you know, I love your show. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I know, man. Fuck, we love having you on, but. 
Okay, well, I'll do what I can. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to get depressed about that either. Um, so there's no need. We'll figure it out. Captain's been great. We'll we'll find a we'll find a time. Oh, Ada Wolf, did I miss yours too? Hold on, let me see. Now sometimes I fuck. Hold on, where did yours go? I don't actually see yours, but uh, oh, I did. Fuck, that was at the beginning. Thank you, man. Oh wait, that was not. Adore Wolf sent three dollars. Hated. That was adored. Never that was from the other day, though. Hold on. Let's see. I think. By the way, thank you guys for the support on Saturday night. Hold on, let me see, Adel. I don't see yours. Not one under your name, anyway. Is there? Unless one just came in. Let me see. Also, let me give you your mod back. Also, you know, I apologize for... I kind of went off on Homo Trollius earlier. It wasn't personal, but I just feel like... And I'm going to talk to him about it. I just feel like he thinks I'm disrespecting him all the time or something. And it's not... Like, he thinks I'm, like, picking on him or, like, I'm doing something to consciously diminish him. Like, when he came in chat, he's like, I guess I'm not a mod anymore. It's like, dude, I just... No, it was crazy the other night. I had to take out mods. It wasn't, like... It wasn't a like an attack on you. I like Homo Trollius. I I'd like to talk to him. He messaged me a bunch during the show and I didn't get to read it all. I guess I was too mean, but it's like, man, it's like the last thing. It's so frustrating because all this shit's going on. I'm just trying to do a regular show. I look down and I shouldn't let it get to me. But the first thing I see is him and he's saying, Why didn't what? I guess I'm not a mod anymore. And it's like, dude, I wasn't like I was being mean to him or something. It was like, no, I wasn't. Sorry. I don't know. It's like, I think it's because I joked with him some, and I do this with the callers, and people think, like, I'm not, I don't really dislike the callers. It's a bit. You guys understand that, right? But sometimes I've, like, poked him and prodded him a little bit, and he thinks, I think he thinks that, like, I don't like him or, like, that um, I'd be disrespect. I'm being disrespectful or, like, on purpose to fuck with them or like, or like that I'm waiting for a chance to yell or something. I don't know. Part of it's my fault too, um, for not, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, anyway, I think he is a good guy and he's been very nice to me. So I'll just say that publicly too. I don't know if he's listening by now, but anyway, good guy. Now I just got frustrated. It's like, dude, are you for real? Like this was not an attack on you, man. I guess he saw a couple other people still had their mod. I took it down to like three mods and it wasn't that there was anybody in specifically that was like calling out or anything. It was just clearly some things were going on. Weren't supposed to be going on as far as modding goes. And so I rectified that and it might even still need some. Go ahead. Black Phillip. Black Phillip sent $3. Ralph, I speak for a lot of us as your personal life is secondary to your show as a viewer. If you didn't exist, None of us would be watching gay Stephen Colbert or some normie shitlib garbage. Honk, honk. Thank you for saying that. And I did get a lot of messages on Twitter where people were just like, Ralph, can we just get back to the regular show? That's another reason I just want to do a regular show tonight. Ralph, can we just please, like, not talk about Medicare and Gator and all this and, you know, your child custody and all this. Can we just skip that for tonight? Maybe do, like, a week or two of regular shows you were gone for two weeks, right? A lot of people were also like, we haven't had our kill stream on our show for a couple weeks too. Can we just, 
like get back into that. And that's absolutely how I feel too. So, uh, if you feel that way, you're in good company because that's what we're going to be doing, getting back to the basics. Uh, so that's the plan anyway. Also, I will be in uh, Orlando, Florida, AFPAC 3 on the 25th, which is two weeks from this Friday. We're going to have Beerton on one day next week to talk about AFPAC. Uh, hoping to have Harrison Smith on one day next week or two as well. I don't know if he's going to be there or not. Um, but there's some other stuff I got planned. I'm going to go through the guest list, thumb through, uh, some of the, some people we haven't had on in a while, maybe try to ring those guys up. Uh, Phil Elmore is going to be on tomorrow night. I hope Bibble can be here for that. Cause it was his idea to have him on. Uh, he's written some, uh, interesting things. He's kind of like a, it's like a meme book, I guess you could say. I don't know. I'll, I'll let him describe it. I, I won't do it justice because I haven't done my full research before the appearance. Uh, but a nice guy, and I'm interested to see how that will go tomorrow night. So he's going to be on the show. Uh, and what? So Friday, OG Mystery Guest. Uh, Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I don't have filled yet. I'll see what I can do uh, on short notice. But uh, expect regular kill stream content, regular topics. Like I said, that's, you know, I want to talk about Rogan and Spotify. Oh, I didn't read Odyssey's. I never did do that. Let me read this. From Julian Chandra. Uh, I have to say, good guy. He said this. Uh, we stand with you, your guests, and your legions of fans and desire for real conversation. Dear Joseph. So we'd like to offer you 100 gazillion reasons to make the world a better place. How about you bring all your shows to Odyssey, both old and new, with no censorship, including, including criticisms of Israel and Donald Trump, uh-oh, for 100 gazillion bucks over four years. This is our chance to save the world, and yes, this is totally legit and not just a marketing ploy for attention. Fresh from the, uh, from the desk, desk uh, of Odyssey there. Wow, they you know what? Uh I somehow missed that earlier where they said the criticisms of Israel part too. Wow. What? Shout out to Julian, shout out to Odyssey. I'll talk about that some more tomorrow, but I thought that was fucking hilarious. Uh cheeky Julian, that's right, Nady. Shout out Nady, man. I gotta talk to you soon. Uh incredible time uh in Lisbon, just insane. You guys would literally not believe. One day I'm going to write, like, the full story. They wouldn't even believe it. They wouldn't even believe it, Nady. I'm, I'm quite confident. It's so surreal, my, my adventures through life. The parts that you think are crazy are not even the craziest. I'll just put it that way. Um, tomorrow, sunrise. Uh, I'm going to try to start it. Uh, let's see. What time is it? Now almost twelve thirty. I'll probably start it. And I'm gonna get the podcast feed caught up. Probably do that tonight. Actually, I'm sorry. I apologize. I know it's criminally behind, uh, but we should get it caught up all the way through the last episode on Saturday. I should get that tonight, and then this show itself will be up sometime tomorrow. Um, so, uh, I apologize for that. But it just I got so far behind, and then when I was in Lisbon and recovering and just like trying to get my mind off bullshit. Um, I just didn't do it, so. Uh, no, that's not a help that I ever needed from him, Infinite Slick. I've always uploaded the podcast feed myself, so. There's a lot and a lot of shit that I've always done myself, believe it or not. Most things on this show I've always done myself, so. Spoiler alert here on the kill stream as we head off the air. Anyway, 
Speaking of things I'm probably going to do by myself tomorrow, Tequila Sunrise. Hopefully Dingo maybe can stop in tomorrow. Uh, we'll see. Shout out to him. Shout out to Larry. Shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to you guys. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything here. I'll double check. Nice support tonight on the show. Appreciate that as well. Where is it? Let me make sure. Oh, there is one more. Let me play this. Thank you, Wally. <laughs> Wally sent $3. Can I pay for Joe Rogan with M. Bison dollars? I was told they're worth five British pounds. <laughs> okay, what's it says? Thank you for that. Uh, MTMD said I sounded good tonight. Well, thank you. Um, I'm hoping to be sounding good a lot more. Uh, I know that uh, also there were some people. I was in enough of a state on Saturday. There were some people who were, like, worried uh, health-wise, et cetera. So I got some messages like that. That's another reason I just talked about it. Like, I don't um, – I've never ran away uh, from the topic of substance abuse. I've done shows. There's a whole bonus show I did with Ruby Spacek, actually. I think I was really deep into it. I might put that out in public now. I don't know. Uh, but I wasn't hiding it in the first place. Um, it's definitely something that uh, – uh, I think a lot of people who listen to my show have heard me talk about before uh, and have identified with before. Uh, so it's not something that um, that I hide or or like I'm even ashamed of. Really, it's just a it's just a problem in life, uh, overindulgence, and um, you know just liking to be in an altered state. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a thing that uh, people who don't struggle with it can't fully understand they might know it from like a a relative or whatever but the mindset you can get in get into uh basically um you know i didn't write this but i've thought it before it's like i can't you know i wanted to get fucked up for my whole life basically um where it's just like okay you get up you fucking <laughs> whatever, smoke weed, drink, do whatever. Like, that's just uh, what you do. Uh, but that's not really what you should do. Um, now, I you notice I did hit the bong tonight, so I don't want to act like um, I was, like, completely teetotaling or whatever. Um, but that mindset that you get into, I mean, that's – it's it's uh, it's a very common thought for people who, who struggle with things like this, right? Like, it's not revelatory what I'm saying. Um and it's something that uh, that I know I cannot do because um, I have the willpower, but you know it always falls back into oh well, I'll just do it right. Um, but I have a lot of reasons not to to fall back into that now, um, and I think uh, I think it'll help a lot of things around here. It helped last year when I was uh, sober, uh, and I think it really made a difference. Uh, and I did it. Uh, re the reason I did it was f for my mom, really. Uh, and I kind of felt bad that I let that go by the wayside. So uh, I think that that'll just lift up my spirits in general, uh, getting back to that a little bit. So we'll see. Stay tuned, I guess. We'll be doing kill streams either way. Uh, Tequila Sunrise in the morning. Check it out. About 9 or 10. I'm hoping to get it on before 11, actually. 11 is the scheduled time, but we'll see uh, if we can get it started a little bit early. Uh, thank you, guys so much uh, for the support tonight. Thank you to Ramsey Paul uh, for the couple hours here uh, on the show. Very good appearance. Thank you for Bibble for stopping by. Uh, hope to see you guys tomorrow. Where's that song? Also, it's hot as fuck in here. I can't wait to turn the air on. Is that the is that the liquor still sweating out of my body? I'm not sure. One way or the other. One way or the other, it's hot as fuck! Good night!